Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and this week I'm joined by two guests this time. Uh, first, we've got Barney. Hello, hello. And, uh, and George. Hi. I think I've been brought on as a Tom Cruise expert for this film, so... Yeah, that's... Yeah, I, I, we'll get into that in a minute. So, for this week, <laughs> <laughs> we will be covering the Tom Cruise-led film Collateral, which... I guess before we start talk, discussing the film in depth, how did you guys... Like, had you heard of it before this? Had you like how, Like, how did you come across it, I guess? This was definitely something that I was aware of as you know a Tom Cruise film, um, as you know, and a Jamie Foxx film. Um, but I, I watched it specifically for this this podcast, so this was my first time, you know, being fully exposed to it. Mm-hmm. And George, um, I, um, I heard see I, I'd seen it before this. I watched it for the first time uh, earlier this year, and mm. yeah, I, I really liked it, and I, I still really like it after that. So mm. yeah. Yeah, I heard about this from a YouTuber by the name of Chris Stuckman, who did a. Uh, oh, I know. Of course. Yeah. yeah, and he did. Um, I think it was one of his Blu-ray collections he did, and he went. You don't know where he talks about all his films, and Collateral was one of those. And I think he mentioned it in a couple other videos of like how it film of how they do action and stuff. And I thought that sounds interesting and so i watched it a few years ago i don't remember 2018 2019 uh, and i really enjoyed it then and <clears throat> i rewatched it a couple weeks ago this and i still really like it i still think it's holds up really well and so i'll probably be very po- i think i'll be very positive at least about the film um, I am as well, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's what it, um, it's in my top fifty films. I really like it. Um, I guess that means I have to be the the negative one, which is a shame because oh. I don't really want to because I do quite like this film. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I I guess we're all kind of coming to it from a place of you know liking it. At, you mm-hmm. know, at least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, do you have, like, do either of you guys want to, because since you're the guests, do you have any, do either of you have, like, a specific place you want to start with the film? Um, well, if we could, if we could kind of start from the beginning and work our way through, that might be helpful, because I need Mm. to decode some of my notes. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I've got, uh, notes, and and I do notes chronologically as I'm watching it. It's usually, if if it's something I've seen before, I can pause it and, like, sort of, and I notice stuff more. So, yeah. So yeah, I think chronologically, like through the work back. Yeah. Sounds good. Do either of you want to start, or do you want me to start? Um. Uh, yeah. My, my, so my my first note came. The host. We're all being polite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Barney, you you had a note since you since you've okay. seen it yeah. most recently. I guess you can. Uh, what was your first note you made? Um, so my my first note is fairly short, but it's Jason Statham question mark. <laughs> I had no idea he was in this. 
That he's is not in it a lot. That is he's that shows is, up and then he's gone again. That is literally my first note as well. I just wrote Jason Statham cameo at the beginning. <laughs> That's all I wrote. Because I didn't... Yeah, he, sh- he shows up, drops a bag, and then he's gone. Yeah. And, like... Yeah, it's, it's weird. Was he just not really known at the time? Or I'm trying to think. A... He'd, he'd, just he'd, done, he'd done Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels and Snatch at this point. And I think he would have done the transport, at least the first one at this point, too, which was, like, a big hit because he made a sequel from it. It was just really weird it... to have, like, this big actor sort of yeah. cameo thing. Like, right at the Yeah, maybe, that, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Exactly. He just shows up, but he drops a bag and, you know, and speaks, and yeah. Jason Statham speaks, and then he, yeah. I thought, is he going to show up later in the film? Yeah. Is he a big part of this? And he's he's not. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's... It's an oddly small role for such a big name at the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. That is fair, because he yeah. was, even at that point, relatively well-known amongst people. Like, well, yeah, he's, he's not, you know, he's not like Jason Statham, you know, the man nowadays, but he was still kind of like, oh, that's that guy from, you know, all those Guy Ritchie films. Yeah, exactly. So it's just very yeah. weird. Yeah. And kind of inexplicable, like, oh, that's weird, because, and then he's just not in it again. It's really weird. Yeah, because he's kind of like, huh. And then at the end of the film, when I look back at my notes, I was like, yeah, Jason Statham was in this. Yeah. <laughs> Not for quite a few people, but I guess we'll yeah. get onto that more as yeah. we go. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, well-known people in this, but we will get onto the, them in a minute. So, yeah. Tom Cruise is introduced straight up, because he is arguably the main oh. character like i would argue well i mean he's kind of like a double like main character so i was gonna say i think this is a, yeah a kind of a lead sort of thing yeah it's like two leads yeah because it's sort of though so, if i sorry you're saying i was gonna say if i had to plant my flag and who i thought was the lead i'd say jamie fox mm. um but but maybe that, may, yeah. maybe that's because i'm kind of looking at it from the point of view as he's you know the protagonist and Tom Cruise is the villain, mm. and I might not yeah. have thought, yeah, villains can be heroes, which obviously, you know, they can. But yeah, yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree. Jamie Fox is, if I, uh, yeah, it's it's basically a duel, two leads, but yeah. um, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's fairly fifty. If I one, it'd be mm. Jamie Fox. I think. Yeah, it's like equal amounts of both their characters. There's scenes, you know, with just Tom Cruise yeah. by himself, and then Jamie Fox yeah. by himself, and then a lot of stuff of them together. But the Oscars... I, I guess my... my... Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Oscars. Well, yeah, they were just like, nope, Jamie Foxx Jamie Fox is supporting, and I'm like, I don't think he is. Yeah, that, that's... This that's was... Completely nonsense. Yeah. This was <laughs> the year to be Jamie Foxx, because he got lead actor nomination as well, for and, he, and win, for, um Ray, I think it was, yeah. who played Ray Charles. Yeah. I guess like, they, didn't, they didn't want to give him two yeah. nods in the yeah. same category. I'm not sure if you... Well, actually, I guess it depends... I know there's some way like you can't get nominate. I don't think you can get like two lead nominations or two supporting. It's like one. You can get both. Yeah, one 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 of each, but yeah. never two or more yeah. of each. So yeah. I guess that makes sense. And it's nice that he was recognized mm. for his performance because I think Jay before oh, yeah. was really good in it. Yeah, my my next note is that uh, you know Jamie Foxx is just kind of effortlessly charismatic in everything he does, and this is no exception. Yeah. It was. Uh... Yeah, I agree because it, it is kind of weird though because you see in a lot of stuff jamie fox is just like really cool and stuff and in this he's not quite that i like the beginning he's sort of just like a bit of uh submissive yeah he's just a taxi driver yeah he's just a taxi driver but you know 
as it continues, you know, he sort of becomes on level with Tom Cruise and then, you know, eventually surpasses him. Mm, yeah. Uh, spoilers ahead. I should just say that now. We're going to get into spoilers, <laughs> okay. I assume. I feel like that, it's a think... point, but... That was me thinking the podcast was like, we watched Collateral. I thought it was good. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like I need to say it anymore. I've done enough that where we just talk about everything, so it should be fine. Yeah. So, it's, it's like over 15 years old. Over fi- so. Exactly. It's it's like it's a relatively old film, you know. Like in three years, it'll be 20 years old. Like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- th- this, this film is as old as I am. <laughs> mm, really? Didn't I? Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, it's. I was born the year before it came out, so I'm slightly older, but not by much. I was, I was born in 2004. Ah, yeah. Um, sorry, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Think of him. Uh, it's not necessarily in this one, but in general, how do we feel about him? Uh, I think he's a pretty good actor in what I've seen him in. I haven't seen like his all his stuff, but I've what I've seen him in, I quite like. I don't think he's a bad actor. I've come to real. I saw George about this before. He, he's. I'm burping. Um, he's <laughs> done some bad stuff at times. I don't think he's ever been atrociously, you know, awful mm. in them. Yeah. And I've come to realize quite recently, and seen quite a few films that he's been in. Lots of level that George has, but um, I've come to realize that I do quite like <laughs> Tom Cruise. Um, yeah. I think if you kind of separate you know, the sort of person that he was around this time. Mm, yeah. Look at just the performance. I think there is a lot to enjoy there. Yeah. I think sort of whether you like him as a person or not, I sort of think you have to kind of admit he is a good actor, though. Like, he's good Yeah, you got to separate does. the artist from his art, yeah. And to be fair, he doesn't seem like he's a massively yeah. bad person from what... Like, he seems like he's at least... He seems like a cool guy who just believes in some things weird stuff yeah weird stuff nowadays he seems like a perfectly all right guy i guess as he's gotten older he he has matured yeah and apparently he is moving away i think it was just this like mid-2000s period yeah and apparently he is like moving away from the group because of some of their beliefs which you know good for him (laughs) yeah about a covid and stuff and sort of their stance on the whole thing it's finally gotten weird for him yeah but at least he's admit, like at least he's admitting <laughs> that, like, oh, this is a bit much even for me, you know. And I respect yeah. that he's willing to say exactly, that. yeah. But like, because George, you've seen all of Tom Cruise's films, all his feature <laughs> films, <laughs> every feature film, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and sort of um, this is, yeah, I, I'd say this is one of his best performances. I'd say mm. um, my favorite performance of his is probably Eyes Wide Shut. Um, mm. But yeah, I, th- I think this is one of his best performances. He's mm. and just in general as an actor, I think he's. Well, I, I think some of his films are atrocious. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> is always he's always he's always good. Pretty, in them. pretty good to great. Yeah, yeah. It's just the film and, around him isn't necessarily yeah. as good as he is. Yeah. There's, there's, there's some other actors who I would say are yeah. sort of like that. Like they're good, they're good in everything. It's just not everything they're in is good. You know? Yeah, I yeah. think that that's. Um, I've I've got a question for George. Um, <laughs> does the quality of Tom Cruise's haircuts correlate with the quality of the film? <laughs> 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 
Um, not usually, because his best hair is in Mission Impossible 2, which is not one of his best films. <laughs> so, um, but... Oh, I'd say I'd say it contributes, but it's it's mm. not the deciding factor in the quality. It of the gets film. one point <laughs> in your overall rating. If he's got a good haircut, yeah, boom, yeah. Brandy, brandy points. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm not sh- I, I'm not sure at all what I feel about his hair in this. Mm. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? He doesn't look right with grey hair. It's yeah. all, I feel like even when no. he's like much older, he'll still have like whatever his net what is it is it like it's like a brown or is it black like a, yeah brunette i think yeah but like very dark it's it's like dark yeah. brown yeah yeah, like yeah I, I, should know that. I mean that, that might have been what it was yeah i feel like he'll just have that forever like when he's in his seven <laughs> yeah, in a wheelchair he's still got a full head of yeah. dark brown hair I'm do- still doing stunts but in a wheelchair oh he would do it oh that would be brilliant that'd be amazing that'd be so <laughs> Speaking of stunts, because Tom Cruise is well known for his stunts, but there aren't a massive amount. Like it's just like sort yeah. of typical like fight choreography. It's not anything like you know jumping out of a plane or anything. It's just yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. It's fairly kind of standard, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stunt work like stuff that you know but... other a lot of other actors would do. No, yeah, there was a moment later on yeah. that I didn't think, oh, that's a um, oh, oh, oh we'll get. Nice, but there was a moment that I did kind of jump out of me. It's been like, oh, that's a bit of a step up from where the rest of this film has been in terms of yeah. Tom Cruise stunting. Yeah, it's an odd moment as well. But... Yeah, I'm trying. I'm, um, I'm but... trying to think of something, but I can't. Nothing's coming to me at the moment. I'm sure we'll. we'll oh get yeah, there. I'll get there. I, it's a... I think I know what you're talking about, but like, we'll get oh. there later. Yeah. Um, um, I guess another one of my notes here is that Tom Cruise also, you know, effortlessly, you know, charismatic and easy to watch, oh. but also changes on a dime you know oh, kind absolutely. of when when it the, the plot yeah. really kicks in mm, absolutely he, i think really well done but yeah yeah it's i don't know something about tom cruise just like the way he looks in this is just like cool like that's like the best way i could put it that he just looks cool yeah you know with the shades and the nice suit and the, yeah. and the hand and the briefcase like he just looks like you have to like he looks like a cool guy you know, like it's just you can't deny it. I love looking cool, but he looks cool in everything. <laughs> well, mostly everything, anyway. I was gonna say, depending on haircut. Depend, of course, depending on haircut. <laughs> yeah. So then, so we're introduced to him, and we're also introduced to the Jamie Fox character, and so we get a little bit sort of establishing him. And his life as a taxi driver, and I love how it sort of establishes that he's been doing this for a while without saying it to the audience. The fact that he 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 knows like how long it takes to get from yeah, somewhere knows, to like, somewhere else. Route. He knows yeah. how long it takes yeah. to drive here. There's a bit where he's at like a gas station and he's like speaking. I think it's Spanish to like the guy. Spanish, yeah. And like again, that's something you only learn after doing this for like a long enough time, you know. And he's yeah. And it's just that's insane. a very good point. I I hadn't noticed that. Yeah. I didn't pick, I didn't pick up on the him speaking Spanish, but yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, because it's yeah. something that because I have watched this film a few times before, and so this time I was really like looking at like you know subtleties that you wouldn't necessarily notice on the first time, and that was like one I picked. I was like, oh, he's speaking a different language, 
which like takes a long time to like I know it takes forever to learn a new language. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I... So I assume, like, it depends on the language, of course. But Spanish seems. I mean, all any new language is difficult to learn, no matter who you are. Anyway, and then he's he also looks at the picture that he's got as well, which that looks like a really nice dreams. place. Is dream that it where he wants dream to Island. eventually end up, but he just hasn't yet. Yeah. So and then we meet a new character, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. I was gonna say Will Smith's wife. Will Smith's wife, who were they married at the time? I'm not entirely sure. I know. Um, I only realized they've been like... together for a while at least. But um, yeah. I'm trying. To think. Oh yeah, they they were, they were married quite yeah, 1997. So oh, so yeah. a few years before. Yeah, okay. So they've been they would have been together like yeah, goodness, like seven years. Seven years, yeah. Goodness. Yeah. So I think I just sort of I'm gonna say sort of for a general point. I don't think there's a bad performance. In the film, there's like better performances, but there's nothing awful. And no, no one really jumps out as being like, "Oh no, what were they thinking casting them?" Yeah, they were exactly. Fish, but sort of all the roles. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, they also everyone have... at the least kind of you know performs you know as well as you would want them to. Yeah, you know, it depends on the performance. Yeah. Of course, you need like, you know, depending on who it is, they need to you know be able to do all this. But for like other characters, they don't need to be doing every, every, as much. Every performance is a. Every performance is like at least a seven out of ten. I think like. Mm, yeah, there's nothing yeah. bad, which could be which like could happen, you know, in a film with like a very big cast and lots of characters. Any performance could, you know, not be as good. But that doesn't really you don't really have that in this. Yeah. I, I think um, Ada Pinkett Smith and Jamie Foxx, they have a really, you know, they've got really strong chemistry, you know, and this, yeah. this is like only scene they have in the first, you know, like two thirds of the film or something. It left an impact. Yeah. I really like that sort of um, introduction, like the first time they're meeting and they sort of make that bet on she wants to go one way and he's like, oh, no, but you <clears> should go this way. And then they sort of sort of place a bet i guess on you know who will win and yeah the results of said bet <clears throat> she allowed to do that <laughs> do you think you know you can uh, just say oh yeah if you're wrong free ride whatever um i guess it depends i mean he's because he's been there for what 12 years it was That's 12 years. Like yeah I feel like at that point they know him well enough that they're like, ah, he can do what he wants. He wants to give away a free <laughs> ride. Who cares? You know, he has yeah. enough people anyway. We'll give him just one. Yeah. A thing I noticed about this scene <laughs> that I uh, hadn't noticed before is when they are talking. There's a bit where she pushes like her hair behind her ear, which is like a very well-known example of like attraction or interest to someone I, that, I, I noticed that as well and I, I, I don't know what yeah that kind of jumped out as me as well as being I like, was like huh, I somehow missed that before but it because it's so it's not like it's clunky but it's not it's like not too subtle that you don't notice but it doesn't feel like forced or anything it just feels sort of like it's just yeah, it's not like she's like 
dramatically raises her hand up and like brushes it through her hair. It's just kind of a, yeah. It's just a, it's just like yeah, you know, yeah. How it would be in real life, I assume. You know, just casually, just done. <laughs> like, I don't have enough hair to do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I don't think any girl I know is interested in me to, to do it anyway. So who knows? Like, because it, <laughs> it's a common. <laughs> And I and I Elf did. Those ones are rare. Yeah, I just had to do yeah. it, and I because I I heard about it that sort of thing before, and I was like from a from something else. I'm like, is that an actual thing? And then I looked it up. I was like, oh, it is a real thing. Like it's not just like this thing for this show for this one situation. It's like a thing that I was going to say it was Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, that's where I got it from. And I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's what made me think of it. Yeah, I was like. Oh, so that's it's like it's in it's in multiple things. It's not just in this one show for oh, a yeah. joke. It's like a for you know, it's a thing that people do. Yeah, like the the three fingers thing in the Gross Bastards. Oh, well, I've never seen it done anywhere else. Oh, I'm no, that is a <laughs> proper German thing, actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you just don't see it anywhere because it's such a rare thing that it barely comes such a specific anymore. cultural difference that, exactly. yeah exactly and it doesn't work There's only so many situations that you can be in where you need to gesture three with your fingers oh yeah that would be that wouldn't work and it... mm. yeah so... Uh, so so back to the film yes. I, something i want to mention is the film like the way it's shot it mm. feels very cinematic but mm. Uh, the, the the image quality it felt very I don't know like grainy I don't mm. think that's quite the right word but it it, it is very really great frame rates yeah. felt jumped out at me at least as being yeah. a bit it's not yeah. something that's not usually mm. yeah I didn't really it would have made me think I think that's a very TV I didn't really notice mm. it as much but maybe because I was watching it on like. A streaming th- on a streaming service, and so maybe the image quality is good oh, yeah. or something. But like, I assume because it's a relative, like it's two thousand four, like twenty years ago. So the, I mean, I guess it depends. Of course, it could that could be a like stylistic decision, or it could just be that it's kind of. I think I think it probably was a, a stylistic choice. So I'm but not yeah, quite sure why, why it would be that way. But yeah, yeah, I noticed it, and then I was kind of, once I was used to it, I didn't really kind of. Yeah, much that's the kind of thing that you notice at first, and you're like, oh. but then you just sort of don't care. It's like a thing. Kind of, yeah, kind accept of that it's there. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's just part of the film, isn't it? So, yeah. And I just, yeah. this film is so well written. Like, none of the dialogue or any foreshadowing dialogue feels, like, forced. And we'll get more into foreshadowing. Uh, you're right. But it really feels like... This is just like a thing people would talk about, you know. Like, so, like we'll get to it in um, a couple minutes. But it and it feels genuine to, it and it feels like yeah, natural. It, like it's not like just forcing people to talk. It's, it's like very this. natural, yeah. It yeah, just like, like there's. I think what really helps that is that there's you know someone will say something and then there's kind of like a little pause and it's not mm-hmm. just like line 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 because yeah. then it would feel very unnatural. Yeah, like an Aaron Sorkin type yeah. thing where it's just lines yeah. lines lines. It's like quippy line you know Ooh, yeah. you say things in a cool way i'm repeating myself you're repeating yourself no why would you repeat it that sort of thing yeah but this it feels like yeah it feels they feel like okay they they're taking time to process what was just said and now they've got a response uh, yeah I, I i think this 
was a really good line between you know film the, the way of speaking in film mm-hmm. you know getting cut, cutting out the ums and ahs and stuff but also yeah. it doesn't feel too scripted yeah it's it's like it's mm. a perfect balance yeah of scripting <laughs> so actually um, before we continue this film was directed by michael mann who also directed heat about nine years eight. ago yeah so, nine yeah nine years something yeah. like that so just sort of, what are you guys' opinions on Michael Mann's other work, if you have seen it? Because this is the only Michael Mann film. I can't say that I've seen anything else he's done. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I've i seen Manhunter, which he did. Oh. Um, is that which the... Which I um... like quite a bit, although I need to revisit that. Which one's that again? Is that the... That's um... Um, the, the, first, the, the first Hannibal movie. Oh, so like, yeah. Before Sons it was of the... Oh, right, okay. It was, Red Drag- it was like it... Red Dragon, but... Like it was like a pre. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Red Dragon is basically a remake of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was yeah. the first Hannibal book. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's a pretty good film. Although I do prefer the uh, Red Dragon remake. Mm. Um, I've seen yeah. neither. And I have been meaning to see Heat, but mm. I Heat is yet. one of those like that you they're like everyone's like oh this is like the perfect like. This is like a perfect version of it. Yeah, you know, De Niro, Pacino, you know. Yeah, exactly. Quinting, all that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And this one was also, this was written by Stuart Beatty, who apparently worked on the story for the first Pirates of the Caribbean film. Okay. And a couple other things that are not that important. Trend. I just thought I should mention that because this is very. It doesn't matter. He made this. He's yeah. fine. It's very like I just I sort of guess that leads to the point of like it's very well made, like directed and written. Like as you were mentioning, the dialogue feels very nat. Like it's like a perfect mix of like movie dialogue, but also just like natural dialogue that you know people would say. Like it feels like this is a conversation people would have. <clears throat> This yeah. is how people look. Yeah. yeah, and I think some films can very much like. Sorry, films can really, fa- like, sort of go too far in either direction. They could sort of cross either line. Yeah, and be it's too it's a balance that too, is, you know, like as like there's two ends of the spectrum, and then there's like the middle, which is like where you want a script to, to be. Where you want to be, yeah. In regards to dialogue, yeah, there's stuff like, like you, what you mentioned uh, a few minutes ago, like Alan Sorkin stuff. That's very sort of scripted. I yeah. do like that kind of stuff, but mm. I also do like what they do in Collateral, which is like a more balanced yeah. sort of thing. Um, oh yeah, I like Aaron Sorkin too. I was just making a point that his dialogue feels like a bit too much into like no it's one. Very stylized. Like yeah, it's it, it's something he's good at. But it just is yeah, like, yeah. But nobody actually talks like this. Ellen talks that way, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, he could he could write film dialogue. Yeah. But it's not like natural dialogue. It's not. Yeah he, yeah, he couldn't. If you asked him to write a conversation of just like two real people, he he could he would have he would go into like those ways of making yeah, kind of, yeah them people say, kind of saying the same thing over and over again, but in yeah. different ways. Yeah, and so. Yeah, back to the film. So then they... So she 
So he was right. So basically, he he predicts that if they go one way, it'll get them fa- there faster. And she's like, "Oh, you should go this way," and he is correct because he knows, you know, he knows it so well that he knows that he will Street obviously wise. be correct. He still gives her the free fare anyway. Yeah. <laughs> just there was no point in the bet then because he just is like, <laughs> "I was gonna say," <laughs> just like, "Oh, you got a free one anyway." And it's just like, okay, there was no point then. <laughs> In making that bet, oh, okay. he's going to do it anyway. But all right, whatever. He, world's worst gambler. Yeah, absolutely. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I got a straight flush ass. Screw it, I give you money anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! And so, just gives it. Yeah, and then he also gives her his picture, which again is a bit like, okay. I don't know. Uh, no, I was like, steady on, mate. This is like your you've dream met... island. Then you just... You know, you've just met this woman, but you're already giving her gifts. <laughs> like, <it's laughs> like just... tw- 12-minute cab ride, <laughs> boom, that's all it takes. You yeah. Know, have my life dreams. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I get that, like, you're interested, but, like, you don't just do that. Like, I know, even I know, you don't just go right for that. You, you know, you'll do it, you know? <laughs> My fairly limited <laughs> knowledge of women, you know, she says, I like your shirt. Don't give her your shirt. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, anyway, <laughs> then she gives her, she gives him her number, which, you know, that's, that's fair enough. You know, they, she's, yeah, she's, like inter- a, a nice she's interested, you know, fair enough. She plays it on a normal level, unlike Jamie yeah. Foxx, who's just going in all guns blazing. Yeah, she's just doing the natural thing that you would do. Like, oh, you seem kind of, you seem nice. Here's my number. And that's it. You don't give them something that you've had for, like, however many years he's had that photo for. A sitcom, you know? Yeah. Fall in love. Here, have everything I yeah. own. Maybe he does that to everyone. He just has, like, a stack of those photos. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't doesn't matter. He just like every person is like, here you go. He he just gives them all free fares. That's what it is. Yeah, he doesn't work for a taxi service. He just drives around picking up strangers. Yeah, and, and he's, he's just giving. He's just doing an, a service to the community. He's doing oh. and for free too. So it's even better. I mean, he's not a profiting, nice guy. Not profiting, but it doesn't matter because he. <laughs> He's being nice. Yeah. That's why he hasn't been able to start his limo company yet. Actually... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just he just keeps oh. giving away all the money. <laughs> oh. oh goodness. Um. So I guess then um she goes into her her building. Tom Cruise yes. leaves. The and building. another really good setup that I didn't notice the first time is that he sees her, and he like. Wrecking, and he and he sees her. Clocks that it's her, and he and knows who she is. Yeah. yeah, and so he knows well, when. To I, come I, I went her. back and looked at this. Yeah, and it's very subtle too. It's just like he turns his head slightly to look at her, and then he turns back, and that's all it is. It's nothing else. Nothing else is. Yeah, that's a really, well done. Just kind of bit, yeah, like you say, foreshadowing without feeling the need to, you know, yeah, or exactly. much attention to it because. A lesser filmmaker would probably like have him stop, look over his shoulder, yeah. look puzzled or something, and then continue walking yeah. on his way. But I mean, it is on an yeah, escalator, it's so tough. it's hard to tell. Like, ha- you can't stop exactly. I mean, you can. Well, he just turns around, starts walking back up the escalator <laughs> as yeah. it's going down. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it, it's really good. It's just like a very subtle, 
notice and then that's mm. it and and you sort of forget about it too like because that's exactly good oh, yeah, as far as we know at this point it's just kind of like oh she's an attractive woman you know he he's just has looking... a quick look and then he goes on with his day yeah yeah exactly yeah it seems like just a, na- a thing that people would do you just look at someone and then you just, just look, look back, back and then you, you just continue, continue on, on. And that's, I think, the best way to do foreshadowing is to sort of have the audience forget that something's been, like, set up. And I think that, that's yeah, good good foreshadowing is when you don't even realise it's foreshadowing. Yeah, and you only notice on, you know, rewatches. Like, film twists, like, the best plot twists are ones that you don't notice foreshadowing until you watch it again. You're like, ah. And it just changes everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, then... He leaves the building and gets a taxi, and Jamie Fox nearly misses him. And how different would the story have been if it was? I made a note here. You know, whatever happens in this film, it so nearly could not have happened. Exactly. And the crazy thing too is, it would have like would it have gone? I mean, it depends, of course. You know, depending on the other taxi driver. But like this, all of this could have gone so much quicker. Like they wouldn't know about. Like, the driver wouldn't know anything about what was going on. You know, they'd just be dropping him off yeah, and just, like, I stopped mean, and then just going on their day. And uh, <laughs> she would have died because she only survives because Jamie Foxx. Yeah, exactly. She had her number. So, so much. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. Chances are, Vincent would have been able to, you know, do what he had to do and then you know, get back on his plane. Yeah, exactly. It's so, like... Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I kind, kind of like, that's, that's sort of the thing, thing I like, where, like, one slight difference would have changed the entire plot, like, all these... That's like, but, butterfly effect. Yeah, exactly. All these things had to happen in se- at this yeah. point with these people, otherwise the film doesn't work and it doesn't happen. And so... So he, start, he drives him to his first place and he times him, you know, and... There's a sort of introductory dialogue because we haven't really had much Tom Cruise dialogue yet. He's had a couple lines when he's talking to Jason Statham. But other than that, he's just been silent for pretty much the whole film up to that point. He's just been the guy in the yeah. suit. Yeah. But you know he's a big deal and he's important to the story because you see him a lot at this point. So, you know, he's the other main character. A lot of attention's been drawn to him. Yeah, yeah exactly. And so they start talking in the cab about um... how long it takes to get from. It's really nicely. Um, I think Jamie Fox and Tom Cruise they bounce off each other really well, and it's kind of a shame that we don't get more of them just kind of being friendly towards each yeah, exactly. other. Because this is you know all prior to everything kicking off. This is just he just thinks this is a guy in a suit. He needs to make a few stops. Cool, you know he'll get he'll get paid. However much was he going to get paid? Like, he's, he's, he's going to pay like $1,200? Like, he gave him half of the uh, 600 I believe. Yeah, then he's going to give him an extra however much at the end of it all. And, you know, like... Yeah. So then they just are stuck and they're talking about things. Tom Cruise brings up a line about um, the MTA and the train lines and how about, you know, a guy dies on it and nobody notices for six hours or so. Something like that. Like, like that's, that's sort of what he says to very clunkily yeah. quote it and to. 
gets in the car, starts spouting some philosophy. Yeah. You do. And, it's, and he's, he's not, like, because I haven't been to LA, right? That's the city they're in? Yes. Yeah. I, have, uh, I don't yeah. know much about LA, but I assume for people who have been there, and I think I've heard stories of people who have been there, that it's pretty accurate, like, sort of how nightlife and all that is in LA, and how the film accurately portrays that. Mm. It would feel very odd if it was just kind of, you know, streets are just empty. Yeah, exactly. Like, like there are just people everywhere, you know. And there's a scene that is coming up where... I'll talk about that when we get to it. But there's a scene which could which, if it had gone slightly differently, could have been a real, like... Something really would have happened. But that is later on. I think we're talking... I think we're thinking of the same bit, but yeah. Um, mm. So then so, they, they arrive at the place. At the first place. And he just says, you know, just wait down here. You know, I'll be back in a few minutes. I've just got to deal with this thing. And because um, and, and we, as an audience, don't know anything. We just sort of know that he's going to, he's going to go these errands, I think, as he puts it. And so we're just going to, and we're, doing, we're with Jamie Foxx for most of this. You know, we're cut back and forth and just... Cruises climbing stairs, but we're also with Jamie Foxx for a lot of it. I've just realised that we haven't been really referred to any characters by their names. We've just been using the actors' names. <laughs> um, yeah, well, uh, Jamie Foxx is Max, Max and, and Chris is Vincent. Vincent, and uh, Jada Pinkett Smith is Annie. I think is the that's the name. Annie, yeah. And so we cut back and forth between Vincent and Max, and. Max drives behind the building. I'm not. Is there something I missed? Is there a reason he does that? Or Tom Cruise just tells him to wait in the alley. Oh, tells him to wait around the back. Oh, oh, that's right. Yes. And then a giant body falls on top of the car. But he just falls out the window. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know. Yeah, I didn't think that you know things would kick off this early on. I thought that you know. It would you know, take a little bit longer. And yeah, the, the body's been thrown on the car. And I'm like, yeah. crap. Yeah, I, I didn't I think... I, yeah, the first stop yeah. happened there. I didn't... Because th- I, I sort of knew the plot that, like, Tom Cruise was playing his hitman and Jamie Foxx was his cab driver and they were doing all these things. They put a tumultuous relationship between the two. I did not expect to just start, in, like, relatively early, like... 20, like well, basically, the, the way I thought... The way I thought it was going to go was, you know, they do the first stop, Tom Cruise gets back in, you know, he's a little bit as if he's been in a fight or something, then they continue on the way, and then maybe at the second one, stuff would kick off, but no, it's like, you know... Like he's, like, like he's he's fixing his, he's, like, buttoning up his suit, he's, you know, a little, his hair's, like, a little bit messed up or anything. Yeah. But there's nothing explicitly, and then the second time we see something. I don't, you know, he's just, body just gets booted out of the window. Yeah. And I love the one of my favorite yeah, lines of this film. I like... Is sorry, George, you were saying something. Oh no, you go, you go first. You go first. Uh, one, one of my, my favorite lines in this film is "No, I." Sh-. So Max says to Vincent, "You've killed him," and he says, "If it says no, I shot him. The bullets in the fall killed him." <laughs> like that's just a really good line, and he's not wrong. Little things like that. It's just like such a good line. <laughs> 
and it's, it's such, such like, like he you he, he kind of is right, but he also kind of isn't. Because at the same time, it's like, well, no. <laughs> But also, I was gonna say, you know, yeah, like the fall, probably yes, wouldn't the have fell out the window him, but... if you didn't shoot him. Yeah. Well, yeah, the bullets would pierced. Yeah. Been shot if yeah. you hadn't shot him. Yeah. But that's, that's just such a good line. Yeah. I just think it's, it's really good. I don't know. It is a really good line. I do really like good, it. Yeah. It's just honestly, he would be the sort of person that gets all technical about that. Yeah, he's, exactly. He'd be the sort of person that would sympathize with Jigsaw <laughs> and be like, oh well, no, he's not actually a killer, but. Tom Cruise or Vincent? Or both? Vincent. Oh, okay. Vincent. Yeah, Vin. yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, movie superstar Tom Cruise. <coughs> oh, no, no, no. You know, you see. look carefully. Jigsaw, he didn't kill anyone. It's a slander. <laughs> no. Hit me, no. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, nah, he, he, he seems, seems like, like a... He seems like, like, a, he seems he, like a reasonable yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, just... Now that we've, we've cleared the name of Tom Cruise. Yeah. So, <laughs> and it's like, and I like how Max immediately just tries to get out of it as best he can. And he thinks for like a brief second that he's going to, and then Vincent just tells him to get in the car. And it's like, <laughs> I yeah. love that he's, he's like, it's like, hey, I'll, I'll wait, I'll just chill. He's like, you want to tell anyone? He's like, I promise. like, get in the car. <laughs> it's so good. Because it's like, he's, well, like, from Vincent's point of view, he can't risk that because, like, especially because he knows yeah, what exactly. he looks like, so he can't risk. And especially because he's, you know, a secret, like he's an assassin. You know, he's a secret. He's secret too. Like people don't know what he looks like. You know, until they meet. Say, so if it's, it's, it's his face is, you know, all over Los Angeles, then he's he can't go back there again. Yeah, exactly. And it's probably screwed like other, like you know, if he goes to other cities and states and whatever. It probably yeah. doesn't, doesn't help, help either because he's probably a well-known figure, you know. If they, you know. So yeah, people seem to know who he is. Yeah, he's yeah. a fair bit of street cred. And, and so, so yeah. they, yeah. And, and so, so they, they dump, dump the body in the boot of the car, and they just pour water on it. Oh, yeah, some, something. Sorry, yes. Um, something about the body. I like how um, it's. They hide the body like early on, like in the back of the car. But yeah. it's you almost by the time it gets brought up again mm. near the end when the car crashes, mm. you almost forget about it by then. So it's like a surprise to you and the cop. Mm. If that makes sense, like yeah, I, I, I sort of understand what you because it's it's, it's rel- I mean it's brought up in one scene, but other than that, it's just sort of left. Like it's in one bit. Yeah. And, but, but that's, that's it, and, and the, the rest, rest of the film, film is just a body in the back of this car. And we're just, get, yeah, yeah. just going with it, you know? That's just yeah. the situation we're in, you know? Yeah. And I do like that, how he's just like, yeah, well, it doesn't matter. Like, like whether you like this or not, we're in this together now, and we have to keep going. And, like, he, he is right, because they I do love that, going. yeah. Like, because even, like... Because he, he is kind of an accomplice. Like, because Max is somewhat of an accomplice at this point. Because he drove... I was going to say, he's, he's to just driven an assassin to a guy's place and he's killed and him. has partially, like, minutely, yeah. but still somewhat caused his death. Because he took, you know, Vincent to where he was to kill him. So they have... He can't stop now. Because he is involved in this. And so... So I guess off they go. Yeah. And so then... They just go on to the next place. Are you pulled over by the cops at this point? Uh, 
I think, I think so. so. Yes. Yeah, they yeah, are. They are. Okay. Have you made a note about that? Um. Yeah. My my note here is um. I was really tense for this bit just because, oh, you know, like absolutely. I said before, it's there are so there are a lot of people yeah. there. So That's, if they get out and they have to kill the cops, they're going to have to kill everyone else as well. That's what I was thinking. I was like, because yeah. it sort of seems like in your head, like, they're probably not going to, like, because you would think like, oh, I don't think they can. But watching it, you probably... You sort of don't really think about that until like after it's done. You're like, oh, they, he's up, they are so close. Everything is, he's about to open it. He's gonna, like, yeah. And I, and I was, I was watching this. I was like, he's gonna have to shoot a lot of people to get out of this. <laughs> There's quite a few people like, milling yeah. around in the background. Yeah, and he hops out it of the car. Me of, um... With the with the gun in his hand, like he's ready to start shooting people. And I'm like, man, he just is ready. He doesn't care. He just... If He's he a psychopath, to, he you know? Yeah. If he has to, he will. Yeah. I mean, at least it shows that he's always prepared to do whatever he needs to do. Like, it's just going to be, you know, a lot harder to keep his identity secret if he has to kill a street load of people. <laughs> but, like... Yeah. yeah. Uh, George, you were saying something? Um, I don't know... If... Yeah, all I was going to say is, um, it reminds me, I don't know if it, either of you have played, um, Hitman, the game. I mean, it reminded me of, like, I'll be dragging your body oh. in that, and then... Oh, I have played... Guys, like, uh... going around the corner. Yeah, I've played, um, <laughs> and, like, one of the more recent see ones. me, they'd have to shoot, like, the whole, the whole thing up, yeah. Yeah, I've played, yeah, I've played one of the recent ones, and I quite enjoyed it, I thought it was quite good. It's just, you know, and this is yeah, sort I of that... one of my favorite games, though, is. Mm, yeah, it, they're very solid, they're very good, solid games. And so then, yeah, so then they're able to just, like, barely, in the nick of time, evade, well, the police get called away elsewhere to deal with another situation. I, I want to yeah. talk about that. Are they being called away to the place that they've just come from? Or just somewhere else? As I... in the, where Vincent and Max have just I come from? Or is it just meant to be? That's a good point i don't um, know i don't um, think it did occur, it, now that i say that i do think you know what they've got the body in the trunk so it's not like the body is still there with bullet holes in it so yeah yeah because yeah it, it i think maybe <laughs> it's one of those things that could be up to interpretation perhaps like are they getting called because we don't i don't think we see those cops again because so, they're not main characters yeah no and, I, and I, I i was looking for them when we go back to that first crime yeah. scene but, and you couldn't see them anywhere? Yeah. No, okay. Yeah. yeah, I guess. And so they continue on. And actually, I think we might have skipped over. There's a bit where Vincent is talking to Max about how he cares that this one fat guy is dead, but he doesn't kill about all these, like, people, like, all these kids who go hungry, all these, like, people in Rwanda who are killed. And it's like, yeah, it's a fair point that, like, it, it... like the way tom cruise is able the vincent character is able to make very good points and sort of like you understand what he's saying and where he's coming from is like it's very well done at the sure. same time oh, shut the hell <laughs> i think yeah. <laughs> yeah it's sort of it is sort of like but too fair this doesn't they don't those people who died don't affect him as much. Yeah, exactly. You know, he, this dead guy it could fell get on his car. <laughs> like his prison. car is 
And it's got a broken window yeah. now. And it's like... Obviously, he's yeah. going to be concerned about this guy. Yeah. Like, if he knew people in Rwanda, I'm sure he'd be more concerned. But he, you know, does Because he says that. He literally says, I don't know people in Rwanda. Or something like that. It's like, <laughs> well, yeah, of course he doesn't care. He doesn't yeah. know people from there, so he's not, in, you know, invested, I guess. Yeah, exactly. It's like body for... Uh, you guys says, oh, those poor people in Rwanda. Like, obviously, no one's going to say that. Yeah. It's like, if that happened to me, and, like... Yeah, like, I'm more concerned about the person who has just died next to me as opposed to people, mu- like, like across the ocean dying. Because it's like, that isn't affecting me as much as this dead person is, like, right next to me. Like, it's not the, like, it's not the same thing, necessarily. It is, a, it is good dialogue, but yeah. it is just sort of like, yeah, but also, I think it's intentionally, you're meant to be like, Vincent, what? <laughs> what yes, about, man? It's not the same thing. <laughs> Like, if he had killed a bunch of Rwandans and Vin- and Max didn't care, Max then, didn't that's care. then that's a different story. Say, that's <laughs> a different, yeah, that's a different ball game altogether. Yeah. If they f- if a bunch of Rwandans fell on Max's car, then and he didn't care, then <laughs> we might have an issue. <laughs> I want to say I want to say that film where yeah. Vincent kills a bunch of yeah right, they fall on his car and they have to like set them all up in the car to look like they're just asleep or something. <laughs> yeah, just gotta just gotta. <laughs> He can do Bernie's it. <laughs> Some sunglasses on them and yeah. just put them. Just, you know, just make sure that it's like you can just see like a only above the neck, and that's all. Like you can't see. Yeah. Boom. They've got blankets over them. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. So, uh-huh. uh, so, and then they continue on, and they go to the next place. And he zip ties Max to the car, so he can't drive away, which you know is a good idea. But it also is sort of like, but would he though? Like, because what's he gonna do? With, he can't take this car back to his the lot because they're gonna open yeah. it and find a dead body and be like, find a body in it. Uh, you know, yeah. if it's, anything, yeah. I mean, like it does. It's gonna make him want to try and escape more. Yeah. Exactly. And then he gets robbed by a bunch of I mean, uh, interesting. Annoy me characters. a bit, although it did give me one of my favorite moments from the film. Oh, I think like, I know, know what this is. first thing like he does, yeah, like yeah, I was like, yo, help me out. And then what are the chances that the guy that comes over to help him out is gonna mug him? Yeah, <laughs> and it's like I mean, it's LA. For all I know, the streets are crawling with criminals. Yeah. But I mean, there's like a lot of people in LA, so I assume some of them have got to be criminals. I was going to say, yeah, chances are. Yeah, that's sort of a common, like, cliche, I guess. Like, people, uh, they think they found help, but in reality, they found people who are just going to make their situation worse. situation worse, worse. yeah. And so they steal his money, and they steal... Still Vincent's briefcase. Vincent's briefcase. Getting to another one of my favorite lines. (laughs) We're going to have to say more. Where Vincent says, yo, homie... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you got my briefcase and he's like just... you got my briefcase is it like is that my brief he says something is you got my briefcase That's like, is that yeah and i'm just like did you just take my briefcase something about tom cruise saying the word homie just is like it's the most it amazing thing. Not just homie you homie yo yeah exactly it's such like a weird thing and it's i so, it, it just it, it feels exactly like what it is it feels like a white guy trying to be yeah. hip 
And I'm just wondering if yeah. that was scripted or Tom Cruise thought, you know what? Tom Cruise just showed up. You know what this scene needs? Some <laughs> proper street talk. And Michael Mann was like, yeah, let's keep, let's do that. Yes. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, Tom. <laughs> I, uh, and I, just the way, the way he says it, he's like, yo, homie. Yeah, he's, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't like pause or anything. He just says it like sort of fast. Yeah. Like, and it's just like. <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> it's a really something it's a nice it. moment I know, it, it's I, really I it's it. I, it's unintentionally funny but it's also just like kind of one of my favorite bits in the film on it like it's one of uh, it's a strange <laughs> moment but i did love it yeah. just because it gave me what tom cruise would sound like if he said the words yo homie yeah <laughs> and then he just <laughs> walks over and he just just shoots those people and then just like continues then on. Hops back in the car. Yeah. Yeah. And again, he's just so cool of how he just shoots them and he just picks up the briefcase and he walks back in the car and they go. Like, actually, well, they don't go. Something. Yeah. I nearly forgot. Yeah. Like, oh no! Um, that's when the guy radios. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, Max's boss radios. And uh, talks with Max about the dented car and tells him that he's going to pay for it. And then Tom Cruise and Vincent, sorry, keeps is feeding him lines of telling him what to say to his boss. I think it's a really nice moment of like, because yeah. it's sort of like I don't know if friends is the right word to describe the pair of them, but they've definitely got like something between the two of them. I was going to say, there seems... Well, I mean, I, mean yeah. I think it might be a bit yeah. one way, you know, yeah. Vincent kind of... I mean, Vincent describes Max as his friend later on, whether or not he actually means that, I don't know. But he certainly seems to like Vincent. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. To the extent that he keeps him around the whole night. Yeah, exactly. They, yeah. They've got, like, something. It, it's, it's tumultuous, but there is still a connection between the two, and they feel like yeah. genuine... Pe- like, because they feel like people who, like know each other and know they're in this sort of situation but they've got to keep sort of going with it and in fact that's what it is the kind of they know they're kind of stuck with each other yeah. for them you know might as well try along and... and i think they have like sort of in general just sort of for films in general like just the chemistry is sort of some of the best chemistry between like two leading actors in a film it's yeah it's really connected just like you know bouncing off each other really well have they ever acted in anything else together because i'm trying to think of it they have Um... george you just watched all of tom cruise's movies surely (laughs) oh jamie fox is in another one yeah i yeah i'm sure there's Uh, probably something jumping to mind no so i don't think so yeah, I mean, I think if there is anything, they're not like the main. They're not like two, the two leads to each other. They're like one of them is a is like a small part. Maybe they're both small parts. Uh, so have uh, we been introduced? Uh... Uh... I woke up in now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at this point, have we been introduced to Mark Ruffalo yet? I th- that was the next note I made. I my notes go yo homie, and then Mark Ruffalo. Is my next Chicken note. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Why well, said my next note is Mark oh, yeah. Ruffalo with the slicked hair, goatee, and piercing looks weird. 
because I'm just not used to Mark Ruffalo. I'm not used to like him a, looking yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. I'm used to seeing him like kind of looking like a dad. You yeah, because because his hair <laughs> yeah, looks Bruce like Banner. yeah, like in what I've seen him in, his hair like is the same. It's never slicked. It's just sort of like the natural state and stuff like you know the Marvel in Marvel movies in Zodiac in like Eternal Sunshine. Like it's, yeah. it has all the same. So just seeing him with the slicked back hair, I think when I first watched this, I. It took me a second to realize it was him. I was like, "Wait, that's Mark Ruffalo." And plus, yeah, yeah the I had the moment too. The facial hair and the piercing. It's like he doesn't yeah. usually have that in what I've seen him in. It's very interesting. Yeah. Something that I can say that I've seen him do before, or I don't think he's done since this film. Mm. Yeah, that's what uh, we're missing reason. from the MCU. Mm. <laughs> Should have been in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> what Hulk has that hair on the planet? I... <laughs> Hulk, he still has it. Yeah, as a um... as the goatee. Piercing. Oh yeah, and and the state the Hulk's in now, where he's like the halfway point between the Hulk yeah. and Bruce Banner. That's yeah. what he needs. Goatee <laughs> <laughs> and slick back hair. Yeah. So yeah, we meet Mark Ruffalo's character. Did the Hulk grow facial hair. <laughs> I guess it depends. I mean, it, like, sort of where he is now with the half. I mean, this is a tangent. <laughs> I think he <laughs> maybe could, depending <laughs> on the version. But it just... I think it would look weird. Because I think Mark Ruffalo looks weird with facial hair. Like, he doesn't... Well, I guess with this facial hair, with this goatee. Because he, he has... Works well with, like, a full beard. Yeah, uh, like, I've seen like him in interviews for stuff. And he's yeah. got, like, a proper beard. I'm like, oh, that doesn't look weird. It's like Chris Evans. Like, Chris Evans, when he has, like, a beard, it's like, that's right. But he has, like... But if he only has, like, some of it, it's like... The mustache. Yeah, that's weird. And, yeah, Mark Ruffalo with this goatee <laughs> is very... Looks weird. A decent before... Like, it's... Because he's not in it. He's also not in it. Um, as much as other people are, but he, do- he's like does well, and this is the first time he's yeah. played a detective because he then did Zodiac where he was also a police detective. I mean, he's a more then I guess sort sort of again in Shutter Island. Mm. I haven't seen that, yeah. but I know he's in that, and so yeah. Whenever they cut away to whatever Mark Ruffalo is at. What's his name? Fanning? Fanning, yeah. Like Whenever they cut away to him, I, I kind of lose interest a little bit more. I'm kind of more oh, connected to, to Jamie Foxx, Tom Cruise. I can Cruise, understand and I feel like that. The sort of, I agree, yeah. That's a, that's a fair point. I, and he's definitely one of the less interesting characters. Like, because, you know. But I think you sort of have that when you have, like, the two leads are these two very interesting, like, characters with very different ideologies and they bounce off each other so well that when you just have a sort of not like a less than that person they sort of feel like a bit boring in comparison to, to have sort of just maybe but, normal, but yeah. also I, I don't think he really kind of views mm. sorry can you repeat that sorry i, I cut out a little um bit. um i don't think his character really contributes that much to the overall you know plot of the film mm that's a uh, uh, yeah now that you've mentioned that he does he isn't really that he, necessary he, 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 really, he interacts with jamie fox you know literally like one scene before spoiler alert you know mark ruffalo dies um yeah, yeah. i mean he does sort of yeah. have 
some stuff to do with the other police officers and sort of like he sort of explain well he tries to i mean it doesn't work out actually he, he's explaining and justifying that jamie fox isn't vincent he's not the one they're after oh yeah which we will get to so. later but and i, I, I do quite yeah and i do like him in it like He's he's a good actor. Like I I like. Oh, yeah, it's nice to have that. I do like me. I do like a good bit of Ruffalo. But he he. I think you if yeah, you change the good. script a little bit, you could just remove his character entirely. Yeah. Like I, I do understand yeah. that point. Um. <coughs> coughing. Um. Then yeah, we're back with um Jimmy Fox. Well, Vincent and Max. Uh, yeah. And uh, and Tom Cruise inadvertently goes on to quote a famous line from the movie like jazz <laughs> sorry what well, at one point he says you like jazz oh is this oh there's that i have i didn't make notes for like every single scene is that the next scene where he's in the i jazz didn't either i i think i think that's the next scene yeah uh, but i'll get but, up like the a plot just to make sure but that i think that's probably close to one of the next scenes of the film <laughs> was be. this was before the B movie by a couple yeah, of years? Yeah, that's what I say. He he, he accidentally goes on to quote what would be a famous. Yeah, they were obviously very inspired. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. He watched this film and was like, mm. "We need that." Oh, sorry, we did skip over a scene. Oh, we did skip. Oh, did we skip? Wait, I'm just checking to make sure if we. Okay, no, we haven't skipped over a scene yet. Sorry, I okay. I was reading okay. out a little. So the next, so after the second stop, and Vincent gets his briefcase back, says the word "homie" because he just can. They go to the <laughs> yeah the jazz club. Uh, actually, one yeah. thing I want to bring up before we get to this jazz club, something that I don't, I mean, I don't know if you guys noticed, and I didn't notice until someone talked about it, that Vincent has a very specific shooting pattern that is brought up in the film. To be fair, like two in the chest and one in the head. Is like the strategy he goes for, and he and you, if you notice, okay. he does that in like every time he shoots someone, and it'll come back later on in the climax, and I'll bring it up then when we get to that point. And I just like that you know he's so well trained that he just it's the same thing you know he does the two shots to the chest and the one to the head like that's just yeah yeah what but... he does well apparently I'm. I'm no, no gun expert, but I don't think um, any of us are. the gunplay in this movie is very yeah. realistic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently the gunplay in this is very realistic mm. to how it actually is. So I think yeah. in most films, at least like good films and well-made films, they usually try to be as accurate as they can, and like the actors practice yeah. with guns and stuff. Like you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger did for the Terminator. You know he disassembled guns yeah. and he practiced with guns for months so that by the time it came around it would be like ha- you know robotic and everything and i think that um know. i heard a, this is a bit of a tangent i've heard a story um yeah. oh the show spaced with simon Pegg, nick frost mm. and all that uh, yeah. great show um um well, so nick frost's character 
Frost character had, has to like you know know how to reassemble and a gun. Um, yeah. and so he took home this you know big you know prop gun of like a machine gun or whatever. Yeah, mm. he, he like blindfolds himself. You know, puts it together with it on, mm. takes the blindfold off, and there's an armed unit of police in his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he had to like own up Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright and such. <laughs> like guys, there's police in here. <laughs> yeah wait so like actual police were like armed unit of police were like there it like and basically if he apparently the police told him up when they had it all cleared it up that if nick frost put it like moved his hands down instead of up they would have shot him <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness see this is a problem that they don't that like wouldn't happen in america like because if because Tom Cruise I would be practicing this stuff in America, they probably wouldn't care. Like it's sort of to sort of bring it back. Like yeah. it seems like as I mean that is in the UK, so it's different gun laws and everything. So, but in America, it America, seems... everyone would be like, "Yeah, the police would be like, hey, sure, is that your gun?'" And he'd say, "Yeah, awesome gun, man." Yeah, it's like, <laughs> ooh, what kind of shooting patties do you do? Oh, two in the chest, one in the head. Nice. It's <laughs> nice, nice. Textbooks. Cool. That's it. <laughs> and so then we go to the um to the jazz, jazz club, yeah. And another really good scene. Yeah, the, uh, Tom the... Cruise. He gets he gets like the the guy who's doing a like a trumpet solo, or whatever. Yeah, I think that's a trumpet. Like... Solo. That's a that's a jazz instrument, right? I don't know jazz well. So. I think yeah. Do I? Think I. So. The yeah. guy doing a jazz solo, yeah, he's the, jazzing. The, the, yeah, the, the the main one who's doing the solo, yeah. And so they have... No for a, a drink. Yeah, they talk about various stuff. And then... Editions. Yeah, and talk about, you know, music, yeah, famous musicians and stuff. And then he quizzes him on, like, a music... He's like... Someone. This... I don't know if this person they're talking about is real or not. Miles Davis is um yeah i believe that's a real person yeah he, i think it, they also re they reference him in whiplash i believe they're talking about his yes i mean his, yes yeah. and i think they also reference yeah. charlie parker as well who is also mentioned in whiplash yeah, yeah that's um yeah that, that's yeah. the reference yeah oh, this guy's got a wikipedia page yeah so i assume he's real yeah that's i'm looking at him now it says he's an american trumpeter band leader and composer he is among the most influential and acclaimed yeah. figures in the history of jazz and 20th century music. So he's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there you go. There's the, there's the uh, basically the the line that Tom Cruise says later on. Dropped yeah. out of Juilliard. Yeah. 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 Um. So I I really like the guy playing this. Um, yeah. Mission. I think he's really so, good for oh, that. The like the one scene he's in. Kill. Yeah. I really like him. Mm. I think he's one of my, one of my favorites. Yeah, and so one of the smaller roles. Yeah, and so this guy is also uh, Daniel, as it says here, is also the next target, Vincent's next target. And uh, yeah, they he seemingly gives a correct answer, but doesn't, and is killed on a technic. I mean, he's technically right, but he's also technically like he's half right. He yeah. did learn stuff at Juilliard, but he didn't but he learn didn't... to become the musician yeah. that he is. He was mentored by yeah. Charlie Parker, who was not at Juilliard, and so he dropped out. And 
then we get they get back to the cab and we learn that max's mother is in hospital and so they go to gotta go visit her visit her (laughs) and at this point mark ruffalo and tom cruise meet cross paths yeah oh yeah briefly And I'm all, I and that's the thing I like where you have like two characters meet like a main character like two characters meeting. The note I made here without was, knowing who each other is. Yeah, like I always mm. like scenes where two characters meet who are opposed to each other, but they don't know each other yet. Like they will become yeah. enemies later, but they just don't know it yet. Yeah. And I'm always a, and I, that's something I just like. It's, it's a like trope in, that I, I always love. Mm, yeah, it's like in uh, they do that in Die Hard, don't they? With Hans Gruber. Yeah, where Hans, yeah, that's the tri- that was the example I was thinking of yeah. where Hans Gruber comes face to face with John McClane and yeah. yeah. But McClane doesn't know who he is, yeah. Yeah. But he but he does I mean he does give him an empty gun. But he doesn't know that. He just wants to make sure that he is, you know, who he says he is. Oh please God no. What the heck? <laughs> I made a note and I was just wondering if you guys could help me. I've just made a note. It's two words. Mark Ruffalo says the words Mezo Mezo M E double Z O when like he goes in the oh. elevator. Do you guys not <laughs> I don't know what that means no. I'm uh, gonna try seeing uh, if I could find it now. Because it's gotta mean something. Um is is that after Tom Cruise asks him how his night's going? Oh uh, I don't I, I've looked it up, and an Italian. Uh, I've, I've looked up the word mezzo in English, yeah. and it's an Itali- Italian word meaning middle. Yeah, I says, assume it's it's kind of it's a way of saying eh, it's all right, you know. Yeah, it says half, yeah. middle, or medium. I assume that's like I, it... I, I assume that's meant to be like he asks, you know, how's your night going? He's like, eh, it's all right, you know. Yeah, and he, then but yeah. he doesn't ask Tom Cruise how he's how he's doing. He's oh, what so a dickhead! Rude. I know. I always do that, <laughs> even with just strangers. They ask me how I'm doing. I always ask, how, ask doing. how their day's going. Yeah, because that's just a polite thing to do. Yeah, and he doesn't even know oh. he's the guy he's after yet. That's Ooh. and Tom Cruise wait held the lift open for him. I know. Like he was like, "Oh, wait up a second and he and he held the lift open, and it's like, you know, because what floor he wants. Yeah, yeah. ungrateful. Because like, <laughs> yeah, because even though Vincent is essentially the bad guy he still has like manners and he's still like like if he was very polite if you didn't know yeah. if he was a killer he would just seem like a cool guy you could just go out for a drink with go, go get a pint with him yeah yeah but i mean that the fact that you know he's a killer changes that but at this point that bit, but, but if know. you don't know that he just seems like a very polite guy who's very well yeah exactly yeah. holds the door weird open hat people. House. yeah very slick, you know, very like because Tom Cruise's hair is always just like not in everything, of course, but it's like very like high and like slicked back, somewhat. Yeah. And then, best hair sh- usually, like, very, very nicely shampooed. Mm, yeah, <laughs> he does have nice hair. <laughs> then, so then they uh, they, go, they go to meet uh, Max's mother. Mm. Another really nice scene of because he's because Max has been lying. To his mother. Yeah, I, I like about that. Really. What he does. And to be fair, like, I don't like lying because I just feel bad. But I could see where Max is coming from that, like, he hasn't really accomplished 
much. I think in 12 years. Exactly, oh, it's yeah. 12 years. And there's a really great um, sort of... Heart mon- I'll, I'll get to it when... Like, I'll talk about it. I don't know if we talked about if it's happened yet. I'm just gonna... So it's the scene where they're talking about where Vincent is talking to Max about how he doesn't chase his dreams or anything and he's sort of just sort of going to be in this thing forever if he doesn't do something about it. Is that before this scene? Or is that I think after? it's after this. It's after this, okay. I'll talk about it more then because it's one of my favourite bits, but we'll get to that in a minute. And so they... Yeah. <laughs> and also... I'm just looking at my, my, my notes here and I've, yeah. I've got that. My, one of my notes, Vincent would be a guy that like justifies doing something for your parents because mm-hmm. your mother carried you in your in her womb for for nine months. He does seem like <laughs> that sort of guy. Yeah, he does. He really does. <laughs> he he's so like technical about things and so like so yeah, virtuous, but yeah. he's also you know a cold blooded killer. Yeah, he yeah. gets her flowers too. Like he keeps doing. It's so weird because he's like he he's killing these people. But he also is just doing a lot of other nice things for people that, like, that gives him depth. He's not just this killer. He's I mean, like, that, that, that's classic psychopath stuff, as far as I know about psychopaths. Yeah. You know, they're very polite. Or is it sociopath? One of the two. They're very polite, outward people, but they're capable of doing, you know, yeah, exactly. things. I, I always get the two mixed up, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's, because it, it would be so easy for them to just write him as, like, this, this cold, you know, blooded killer, but they don't they give like he's got the two sides you know he's got the very polite you know sort of it's the way he presents himself and the way uh, and who he actually is yeah 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 Um, and yeah it's it's really interesting how because he just sort of keeps prodding at max's mother about what he does i i I love the moment where she's like oh i'm so you know las vegas Talking about all of these things, and Jamie Foxx is like, "Okay, you know, let's time to go." And Tom's like, "No, no, no, let's continue. Yeah. Keep talking." <laughs> and and because it doesn't, because to her, because she doesn't know anything about this, but you, it's so easy. Like, oh, she could just assume he's being, he's being, you know, polite, and he's just, he just, he's just interested. You know, he's this new friend mm. of Max, and he wants to know more about yeah. his mum. And it, it feels like how from an like, there's so much of this where, like. Because we, because of the context we understand of what we know, we understand that it's a very tumultuous relationship. But the way Tom Cruise acts and plays it, you can just see, like, to the outside people who don't know this, they could just see it as a new person that Max is like hanging with for this period of time. A mate, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's really good that it shows that it shows that sort of thing. That... Uh, my ne- my next note is incredibly important. Oh, all right. Okay. If, sorry, if you want. Yeah, no, that's all good. <laughs> I was going um, to seem very anticlimactic now. Uh, at 52 <laughs> minutes and 28 seconds, we get the first Tom Cruise run of the film. <laughs> that is a note I made. I said, Tom Cruise seems to run in every movie of his. It's his trademark. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. basically, you know. Uh, Max is talking to, uh, you know, her, sorry, Vincent's talking to Max's mother, um, psychopath. He's seen him kill a lot of people tonight. Um, mm. So, in Max's mind, the clear logical thing to do is steal the guy's briefcase and throw it onto the highway. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, to be fair, I don't think that was always going to be his plan. I think he just was going to run away with it. Just going to run, but by that point, he was kind of closing but he, on it. But he, but he was too close, and I was like, oh, i got to get rid of it. By the way... I, I, don't, I don't know why he would do that. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird, because, like... But he, I think... He, he knows where your mother is. Yeah, You've exactly. seen him kill a lot of people tonight. Yeah. Do you think this is going to go yeah. well? I can sort of see at that moment, like, because he knows he won't be killed because he is important to Vincent. Like, yeah. Vincent needs him to complete this. So he, so he, but he could, you know, kill his mum or other people. Exactly. And I just noticed that, like, I don't know, just something about the way Tom Cruise runs. Because he, oh, his arms like swing up in the like as he's running, you know. He oh, he's he's an like, arm runner. He's an dial. arm runner. His arms just are yeah. swinging up in the air. He uses every part of his body to run. Yeah, and it does, but it, it doesn't is... look. Sorry, George. It, it is like his own unique style. Yeah. Um, yeah. You show it... me a silhouette of that run. I know exactly who. It is. Yeah, but it doesn't look silly yeah. either. Like, well, to me anyway, I don't think it. It just sort of. <laughs> he just has a way of running. That is just a bit different from. It's only media. become, like it's sort of. It's really only become different. funny to me because it's the Tom Cruise run. Yeah, I can see that. Like, it's just he's the only person who runs like this. Like, no one else has ever done ah. this before. It's just how he is. <laughs> oh, but... And so, yeah, and I think that sort of, I don't know, something about the way because Max gets the head start. He just he picks it back and he starts running while Vincent is talking to his mum. And I think it's kind of fair, because I feel like if they were, if, like, as, like, Vincent starts running as soon as he sees Max leave, he would catch him instantly. But because, you know, he's got the head start, he's able to get to the bridge. And it makes sense that, like, you know, that he, it takes him so long to catch him because he's got a bit of a head start on him. So he'd be screwed if Tom Cruise was like, whoa, where are you going straight away? Yeah, exactly. Then he'd be like, oh, yeah. But to be fair, Vincent is just... of every Tom Cruise film based on his running. Do... Does he run in all of them? <laughs> Runs a lot. Yeah, but I've def- is he running I've, I've, like def- I've definitely seen a video, like, every Tom Cruise run. I'm trying to... Th- is there any running of... Does he run at all in Rain Man? That's the only one, like, uh, yeah, no, he does run a little bit in Rayman. I think um, there's a bit where Raymond's like burning something in the oh, okay. and he like runs in from the other room. I don't I, that would he... be very high, though, with the Black King. It's not the Tom Cruise run, but he certainly runs. But he does run. I'd yeah. say the the best Tom Cruise run is in Mission Impossible 3, when it's like just a minute long shot mm. of him just running. Just running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that the one where he get? Is it that the part where he gets slammed into the car by like the. That's a the same in... movie, but yeah. a different You're scene, talking about yeah. a different scene. I haven't seen it, but I just know there's a scene where he gets slammed into a car by a missile. That, that is that movie, yeah. Oh, that is that film, but yeah, yeah. different. But... Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, Vince, no, Max throws the briefcase onto the highway. Which, but that's going to be weird, because someone eventually is probably going to grab something and be like, very confused... And Who the hell is Annie? Boy. What's her name? Yeah. Hmm. You know. I feel I feel bad. Like whoever like 
I think it, I think it landed on like in, well, whoever like who whoever hit the briefcase to start off with yeah. must have been like, what the hell was that like? Yeah, exactly. Just scared them like Jesus. He just yeah. hit something on the highway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they're driving at a relatively fast pace. It would probably like create a very. Yeah, Ma- Max is lucky that he didn't cause a serious accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then Vincent gets. Are they? Are they... They've lost the, the the aims and locations or whatever yeah. of the uh, the yeah. the other people that he's got to kill. So they've got to go get the information again. Yeah, from yeah. Javier the Bardem. Felix, Felix. Felix is mm. is that Javier Bardem? Yeah. It doesn't yeah, look. No, I... It doesn't really look like him. If I'm being completely honest. I know it took me a minute to. Realized that it was him, maybe because he doesn't have that god awful haircut from the yeah. country for old men. But that's just what I associate <laughs> Javier Bardem with, like that haircut. Either that haircut or him being blonde. Or him life. being like, yeah, blonde. Yeah. Yeah. No, he is in it. That's really weird. I did. I think maybe because he's also got a beard as well. Yeah. And I think mm. that probably. I think I did know that he was in it, and I just forgot about it and just didn't pick up on it. I think I noticed like. I think I was told when I first saw it that, oh, that's Javier Bardem or something, but I just completely forgot about it and didn't notice on this rewatch. Similarly to my, my note about Jason Statham at the start, yeah. here is Javier Bardem, question mark? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this is... I d- I d- this it's is probably... Me. Sorry? You're saying... Oh, I was just, just going to say this is a very tense scene, I think. Mm, yeah. Um, between the two. I, I was about to say, we keep interrupting each other. We, <laughs> we, um, <coughs> sorry. I think this is up there. I don't, I will get on to my favorite scene later, but this is up there for me for one of my favorite scenes in the film where I agree, yeah. Max has to go undercover as Vincent because Vincent can't, you know, risk going there to employ yeah. his cover. Which makes sense because Max isn't, you know, this isn't what Max is going to do. And it's also kind of heavily implied earlier on in the film that he will be killed. Because there's a bit where they're talking about a cab driver, a similar situation where a cab driver went around and they supposedly killed like five people and then killed themselves. Mm, Yeah. And, And I think that sort of something that comes up like it's sort of a it, subtle did, it, it did occur to me watching this you know will stick to his word and you know let max live at the end of all this or is he gonna kill him? yeah and so you know I, saying this is somebody who you know isn't an, an assassin you know mm-hmm. if i was hiring some guy to you know drive me around and be mm-hmm. an accomplice to all of my mm-hmm. evil doings i wouldn't want to be around afterwards yeah. Yeah, I don't know uh, if he would have. Yeah, and this and one of my favorite. I made I made two notes here, and I think we may have skipped over something slightly. So one is about when they're in the car, and Tom Cruise is talking about his life, like where his dad, how his dad was, and everything, and how oh, yeah. it sort of yeah. wasn't. Oh yeah, and he says, "Yeah, I killed my dad," or whatever. <laughs> it's really funny too and then Max is like what? and he's like I'm kidding you know he dies of psych <laughs> what was it he died it was like a natural it was like um, sort of like a natural thing that would that could happen to someone yeah 
Um, it was liver disease. Yeah, liver disease. Yeah. Oh, okay. And one, f- another one of my favorite bits of dialogue is where Max says he's sorry, and then Vincent is like, "No, you're not." <laughs> no, you're not. And it's like, yeah, well, he's ob- yeah, he's not, because that feels like so. There's something about dialogue like this. I I did a, an episode on Fight Club a while ago, and w- one of my favorite bits in that film is when they're talking about sort of. I'm gonna try and connect these two. So bear with me. There's a bit where... You guys have seen Fight Club, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's a bit where uh, Ed Nor- Edward Norton and uh, Helena Bonham Carter are talking about their, like, their help groups together. And they're talking about how people in this situation, in this sort of context, are actually like listening and not just sort of waiting for their turn to speak. And, and I really like that sort of... That lines and those and dialogue sort of like that of like sort of critiquing sort of how people are, how sort of there's things people say, but they don't actually mean it or they don't actually care. They just want to say what they want to say. Like, something about that kind yeah. of dialogue. Works. I have a note later on that I related to Fight Club, but we'll get there when we... Oh, okay. Oh, it's not yet? Okay, cool. Just... Yeah, it's so... I just... Yeah, something with dialogue like that, sort of critiquing society and people within you have to it. to repeat yourself there, Chief, because you were... <laughs> Yeah, that cut out for me as well. Uh... Oh, sorry, did that cut out? Sorry. <clears throat> it, I was I said that like I very like I'm a fan of dialogue that sort of critiques society and sort of societal norms and like things that people say like like cuz a lot of like cuz people can say these things but it's not actually genuine. Yeah. You don't know yeah. if people actually care. Uh, yeah. Like in this like yeah. Like, in this situation, like, we know he's not sorry. He's just saying it because he feels like he has to. And I think some people... So yeah, exactly. I sort of feel that that's sort of a thing. That people sort of, like, you don't need to always say something. You don't always need to give your opinion about something. You know? Sometimes it's best to just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and especially because he knows he doesn't care. Like, he just, like, like Vincent knows that Max does not care. Um, another actor that I kind of noticed just in the background. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen Breaking Bad? One of the yes, twins? I haven't. Like, oh, you know. the two, um, yeah, the two twins in season three? Yeah. Three, yeah, one of th- one of them is in this film. I feel like... They I'm... weren't both there, one of them was. Yeah. I feel like I... I feel like I might have noticed. I just didn't make a note. I feel like sometimes I notice things, but I don't always note them down, so I forget them. <laughs> but I feel like I mean maybe I did. I'll have to go back and look at it again. This is in the scene where Max is pretending to be. Vincent. He's one. He's one of yeah, yeah. He's, he's one, one of, of Felix's henchmen. Eyes. Oh, that's another great moment where Max is talking, 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 and he and he says something like. And I would appreciate it if you told your guy to stop pointing a gun at me, or something like that. Which this yeah. film does a really great um, job. My my favorite moment, one one of my favorite moments from this scene was where um, Max just goes like, "You know what? I'm going to give you a discount, twenty five percent off." You know what? No, thirty five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Screw it, screwing Vincent over. Yeah. yeah, he's he's so he's yeah, it's so good. And I love that this film shows that he grows and he ch- like Vincent is inadvertently teaching him all these things, you know, these things to notice, these things to talk about, all these various stuff. And it's like, yeah, 
yeah, you know, it, it, it is kind of like Fight Club. He's kind of yeah. teaching him to kind of, you know, take control a bit more. And... Yeah. I mean, it is yeah. different in that he is making him a better person. And in Fight Club, you could argue that oh, he's yeah. not. Like, it's too different. Oh, yeah, Fight Club it's is the... definitely. Yeah. Like, it's the same sort of, like, thing, but sort of in It's the, it's the same directions. principle, but different. It, it yeah. goes two different directions. One to the bad and one to the good. Um, so... Um, after this, is that they go to... Oh, yeah, the police are, like, tracking them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then they go to that nightclub. Yeah. Next. There was a see. There's a bit of dialogue that I want to bring up, and I think I don't know when it it because I'm. This is we're jumping around a bit because I don't remember exactly where everything is, because. So it's a oh, bit yeah. where yeah. he's where Vincent is talking to Max about his dreams, and and so I'm just gonna quote some of it right now. Uh, someday, someday my dream will come. One night you'll wake up and you'll discover it never happened. And he just sort of talks about how, you know, it's all on, on you and how you need to make these dreams come true and you won't and you'll just get yeah. old. And, you know, and he talks about this whole thing. And then he actually, earlier in the film, he also notices that Max got a, has a girl's number as well. But he doesn't know that it's the girl he needs to kill. And he makes a um He makes a point that like that girl that like he can't even call her because because he asks him if he'll call her and he says maybe and it's just like you know like sometimes you just need to go for it and, and Vincent is really trying to help Max go for it, you know. I mean yeah. if he like yeah. even if he does plan on killing it later he's still t he's trying to teach him something i mean again it's up to interpretation if he'll kill him or not though because it's sort of never really like it's it's like the exchanges like yeah. this make me think he doesn't want to kill him at the end yeah um yeah, part, part of me does think that you know it's possible but i i don't think he yeah. will kill it i don't think he'd waste his time you know viewing this much knowledge on him if he's exactly yeah. i feel like because he's he's te he's telling him so much and he's teaching him so much that's like you don't just do this for someone you're gonna kill in like a couple hours like because um, it seems like sort of gen like because it seems like genuine advice he's giving him he's not just that seems to genuinely care about yeah and he's trying to help him albeit in a slightly insulting like because he he's 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 a bit he's kind of blunt and a bit and very harsh at times in regards to kind of pointing out everything he's doing wrong yeah yeah <laughs> but that you know in turn helps him and a bit that uh you, you, you got to help people by point they kind of telling them what they don't want to hear yeah exactly and it's a it's a it's a good point and one bit i i like is when Max comes out with like he's got the things ready for Vincent, and Vincent seems like genuinely appreciative that like Max was able to do that for him and to help him. Like it, it seems like very <laughs> gen. Yeah. Like it feels it feels genuine. Like nothing in this feels like like nothing between them feels fake. It feels like genuine people, you know. Yeah, yeah. And of course, it it like depends, of course, because at times they are at odds, but other times they are like helping each other and sort of lean off each other i guess you could say 
you know. Sorry. No, I, I do agree with you. Yeah. They're, so, that yeah, the police, they've found... Uh, well, they found, they've seen the footage, and they think that he that max is vincent but except for mark ruffalo or fanning who doesn't believe that and so they both head there to for to to find max but to do very different things one is to one yeah. group of people is to kill him and the other is to rescue him and i then, i think Honestly, I think that could have been. I I would have liked to have seen a bit more. The debate, I don't think that was quite, um, into its full potential. Yeah, I can sort of see that. I sort of there is, there is a couple times where it's like it could be going like, a little like more could happen with this. Yeah, but I think because it kind of isn't massively necessary to the overall... Because it doesn't really affect much of the plot. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. So, but if there... I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem if there was more to it, if they fleshed it out more. So we've got the nightclub scene. Uh, I made a note that the nightclub scene is up there for, like, one of my favourite scenes just ever from, like, an I've seen in a film. Honestly, I think I'll it's... Say it's- for sure my favorite scene in this film yeah um, it's probably uh it's up there for one of the best scenes in, in the film for sure yeah well it's funny you say that because it was around this point that i kind of started to lose concentration a bit and i got rained oh. back in oh really oh yeah i don't like, know what it was about this but like so the scene lost you or was it like stuff leading up to it that lost you um, I actually no. I think it was kind of the bit, little bit before the scene. Actually, oh, I think it was okay. kind of a window, and then this is kind of what brought me back in a little bit. Mm. Yeah, okay. yeah. I think most people who have seen this uh, like admit that the nightclub scene's pretty great and one of the best scenes of the film. I definitely would put it as one of the best of the film for sure. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's up there, but it's, it's not. I, I think my favorite's probably from a little bit earlier. Mm. And I, I think we're gonna end up with different scenes because I think my favorite scene is later on. So I think we're all gonna have different opinions on what's the best scene. Oh, well, well, we can wrap that with me <laughs> yeah. at the end. So yeah, I like how because it's very like claustrophobic and sort of like because there's so many people and they're just like bumping into each other and. You know, like, because there's people, like, all dancing together and Vincent is, like, pushing his, pushing people past and moving his way through and he kills someone. It's, it's a very... It's very... Hello? Hello? George, Hello? You, you cut out there for me. I, I didn't quite catch what you said. Oh, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, yeah, I can hear you now. That might have just been me. All I'll say is... I all I, all I said well. was I just... Quite like... Um... Fuck. Um... <laughs> um... I like how... Sorry, George, you did cut out again for me. I, I don't know why it's cutting out. But... Okay. <clears throat> 
I hopefully it'll turn up properly in the uh, recording. <clears throat> so, are you guys there? Yes. Okay. I'm here. Um, all right. I'll just. So. I think this is a really good scene. Um, it's quite. It's very frantic editing. Yeah, and and I I did take note of the editing. I think this was like the the other Oscar this one got mm. was for editing. Yeah, that's very. Which is fair enough because it's really like. Like, cause, cause they edit, cause a lot of the editings could have kind of like very. I don't use basic, cause that seems kind of like insulting, but it's very yeah. like. It does. It's not trying to be too fancy with it. It's just sort of what works for which scene and this scene. Is... At, at times, I think I feel like this was edited as if it was for like YouTube, like film, like YouTube video. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand twelve. <laughs> yeah, and then the. Uh, can you let's. Can you guys hear me now? Yes. Sorry, yes. George. We just okay. I, we just kept yeah. going because for those listening, no, I, I, I was able to hear you. I, oh, you couldn't. My Wi-Fi just took, yeah. My, my Wi-Fi shit itself. So that's um... okay. For the listeners, uh, George's Wi-Fi was just cutting out. It should be all good now. <laughs> <clears throat> just a disclaimer. It should be. <laughs> awesome for a yeah. second there. Yeah, but don't worry. We were able to keep it going. Okay, you sound good now, George. You're not cutting out okay anything. that's good <laughs> so uh yeah i thought it was one bit that i think because uh, the it's becomes like total mayhem in the nightclub very like is i don't know it's it, kind of fell very quickly yeah well because tom cruise like he he grabs a guy like Breaks his neck and then like stamps on his stamps on him or something. Like, <laughs> but yeah, something like that. And he just like continues on, but I think it sort of works in the sense of like because it sort of goes back to the point earlier that he made that there's like six million people or whatever and nobody knows each other, so he could probably get away with this because people would just be like, because they don't. They, um, like, because there's so many people that they won't, that, like, you wouldn't even be able to recognize him or remember him. And I think that's sort of, like, because this could only work in certain places, I feel. I was going to say, if there there were, you know, only a couple of people, they wouldn't get with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the fact that there's a lot of people there. Yeah. And and it, and it sort of, and it goes back to the whole thing of, sorry, it goes back to the whole thing of, like the um the guy dying on the the guy dying on the MPA, yeah but even but this is even more frantic and crazy because it's like a nightclub where there's like yeah, so many that's, people that yeah. story like yeah people don't notice just because nothing's happening whereas this people don't happen because everything's happening yeah exactly it would be just... too frantic and like if i was in this situation i feel like i would just be I would just get shot. I'd be hitting the crossfire, honestly, if I was in this situation. <laughs> just down. Yeah. Because it's sort of... 
Well, I definitely trip over someone because, like, because everyone is just moving so fast that, like, yeah, I, I feel like I I trip over and like, oh, on it. Yeah, and there's a bit I noticed because I rewatched the scene because it's really good. And there's a bit where someone's like about to, I I, I think they're about like one of the police officers is about to kill Max, and then Vincent like saves him. If that was my, if that, am I uh, remembering that correctly? Yeah, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, and it's like again, he needs him, like, because you know he's important to him, because he you know he he can get the places fast. He knows what he's doing. He's doing all this stuff and he needs you know this guy to be alive because you know he's, he's still and, one you know he does kind of care about him and like we yeah. say so in a very sort of dark sort of like a yeah, dark darkly kind of yeah um i sway i guess you know yeah and so Sterling. yeah and so he kills this fourth person and then he i love how he well so he shoots like all this all these guys this guy's like all his guards shoots all of felix's yeah or shoots all of felix's men then he just walks up shoots the guy like does you know his shot just turns around and just walks away putting like the gun back in his belt or something like <laughs> he's just so casual about the whole thing too because he knows people probably won't remember him and they won't, like, because they'll just be too freaked out. They'll just be like, oh, there was guns and there was all this, but they won't sort of be able to connect the face to... Things so, yeah, so insane and off the wall, but yeah, they probably won't remember his face. That won't be the detail that sticks with them. Yeah. And so... And amongst... Um, Fanning. All this chaos, yeah, Fanning finds Max and takes him tries to get him out and tries to get him out then, before he is shot i th- then fanning gets him. <laughs> yeah, i thought that he would be like a major part of like the end ending like he something would happen same no, he's not like because this you know this the this he's not like cause the third act is like arguably after they leave the nightclub that's like the third yeah, act. That's, that's the, the third act, yeah. That is the story. And I thought he would be like a major part of that. Like it'd be like, you know, he'd be able to rescue Max. He's and stuck then... in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'd think that he'd save Max. And, uh, and then, you know, and Vincent. In a couple of have... words, he doesn't. He doesn't, yeah. He, he just walks out, immediately gets shot. He like gets Max five seconds later, Vincent puts some bullets in him. Yeah. And then he's just done and. And it's, like, oh right, he's he's gone. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I I I, I, I do really like. Sorry, George, you're right. Yeah, I just uh, had to go do something. I'm back now, though. Um, that's all good. Yeah. That's why he, George was very quiet for a good couple minutes, but that's fine. <laughs> he, he was gone. Yeah. <laughs> we, we we were able to keep things going. It's we we did skip yeah, over the we did get through the nightclubs. Is there anything you want to talk about in the nightclub scene, George? Before we continue I'm on, sure covered... nothing in particular. I'm sure you guys covered it. So, I think we covered most of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, move on then. Um... Then we get to <clears throat> the bit where yeah, they're, they're back in... in the car now. They're back in the car, driving to the fifth spot, final. the final place, and then Max starts going a bit 
How do I... He puts his foot down, you know? He kind yeah. of... Literally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, in, and figuratively, of course, but... <laughs> but... Um, yeah, he starts uh, speeding and freaking the hell out of yeah. Vincent. And then Vincent... Again, he put he puts the gun to his head, but Max knows he's not going to shoot him. Because he's too... He... Because in Vincent's mind, he's like, okay, hopefully if I point the gun at his head, hopefully he will slow down and everything will get better and he'll slow the car down and everything will be good. And he just keeps going faster. He could, he, he's just speeding through lights. He's just doing all these things. And it's just... He flips the car over, God He that. flips the car. Which, I'm. that's the thing I also really like when just a movie, a movie just has like a car flipping or crashing into something and it flips over. Yeah, like, like Fight Club. Yeah, like Fight Club, yeah. I mean, again, it was yeah. kind. Of, it was kind of from this point. I got a big Fight Club vibes, particularly. Mm, yeah. Um, a few minutes from now. Yeah. Um. So. Vincent, he, zip. He's out of there. Yeah. He. He. He gets a because he knows, because he knows who it is. He's he saw her earlier, and he's like, "Oh, cool. I know. I know where she is." And he heads there immediately. Yeah. But she know, is where to find her. At Go. this point. Max doesn't know. And so he gets out of the car. A police officer comes over and sees the dead body in the back of the car. And quite reasonably is like, okay, better arrest this dude. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to be honest though, yeah. I don't know how realistic this is because it's a police officer arresting a black person. Black man. <laughs> like, I'm like, I think this is a tad guy. differently. Yeah. Like, just a tad differently. I'm being honest, but it, it's a... <laughs> anyway. Uh, if, so... if Max was slightly more aggressive, then yes, yeah, slightly. Yeah. Film, film might have ended. Yeah. And then, so he notices that <clears throat> he sees Vincent's thing. He knows who she is, and because he knows where she is as well, because he drops her off and everything, and so he is able to uh, get Annie, the girl. From... Yeah, from the beginning of the film. Because also you've sort of forgotten about her at this point too, because she's sort of at the very beginning at the and the, the end, and that's it. She's mm. the middle plot, the yeah. middle, like the a hot massive chunk of the film is just she's not in it. Yeah, she's at, she's at the start and then she's gone until Act Three begins. Yeah. Because she's not yeah. important. Like we don't need to see. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. But yeah, there's there's no reason for us to come back to her. Yeah, until she becomes relevant again. Which is a like a feel, a problem that some films can face. They just have to keep showing characters, even if they're not necessary. And we, and, yeah, and just we... just to remind you that they're there. Yeah, and yeah. Mm. This, I mean, I th- I feel like this film does do that with Fanning, basically. Mm. You know, care yeah. for him. But I guess it, maybe it's not reminding you that he's there as much as it is showing you how he gets to the point where he does kind of become a bit more important. Yeah. So Max gets the gun. Ties is the police officer. And just starts running. Just this is running. when it went. This is just when it went full fight club. He's running. He's escaped the police. He's yeah, running exactly. with a gun. I mean, shooting he, the glass oh, yeah, door at the bottom of the building. Fight club. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sh- shooting through the glass door yeah. at the bottom of the I building. I like how he grabs the bin and tries to like throw it through, and it just bounces off, and he's just like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because like I have to assume that glass is probably pretty strong. Like, like it's not like he's also not a strong guy. Like he doesn't look physically like he's a strong. Like he looks just like a scrawny guy. 
So it, it would. Be just I, don't, like I, don't, I don't think you'd really build up that much muscle to throw like a metal, like a like a metal bin into a window to create enough yeah. damage to break through it. Isn't it? But slightly earlier, he calls. Her. He's he's yeah. He's talking to her and he's like looking up at her building while yeah. she's on the phone. And they're talking, and then Vincent he's gotten into the building and is searching through her office. And it's a classic thing that a lot of films do where you think, like, the villain's about to find the main character, but they go into, like, a different room or something. Like, it's a thing that happens a lot in movies. And in this time, it really works because it's like, oh, you can sort of, like, the tension is building and you're like, oh, it's about to happen. I I think what what, what makes this scene work is that, you know, Max isn't in any position to help other than just tell her where he is. Exactly. And that, like, sort he of sees of, her eyes. Yeah, a, a sense of hopelessness, you could say. The fact that, yeah, like if he, if Vincent does find the room that she's in, he can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. It's not gonna like she, he enters her room with a gun, and mm-hmm. he's gonna be there on the phone. Going like, okay, yeah, so he's just entered your room. Um, look out. Yeah. Oh, he's he's going that direction. He's turned left. <laughs> he's got a gun in your face. If I were you, I'd I'd be a bit scared right now. Yeah. <laughs> just a bit scared. But he does know she's up there because her phone is showing the, um, like, where the phone is. Oh, what room her, room. yeah, where she's taking yeah. the call. And so he looks up, and so now he knows, and Max is like, ugh. And he... Gotta go fast. And then at this point, he runs towards the building. Yeah. And Vincent... This, this whole yeah. sequence is really tense, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I would put this, like... Uh, sort of as a whole, uh, one of my favorite, like a really great third act to a film. Like one of it is, yeah. Because I sort of, when I was getting into film and stuff, and I sort of, I'm, I'm better at it now of like telling where like each of the acts are. Like this is when the second act begins. This is where the third act begins, and like, like it sort of depend. Like occasionally, it can sort of depend on like when you think it starts some occasionally but like this third act this like final however like 30 minutes or so give or take is like uh, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. half an hour to 40 minutes yeah is like really really good stuff you know seeing is, yeah. you know just <clears throat> and the performances from all of them as well work really well like, cause you know, I like... I love that. I'll um, you know, he's trying to kill them and stuff. Mm. Bruce Vincent, he's still just trying to be as polite as he can. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Like he's got like even as even as like a killer, he still has standards, and he's not. Yeah, he's kind of like he's 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 still like, hey, uh, Max, could you not like get in the way? Cause I don't really want to kill you. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you're making it awful difficult to love you right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so they he cuts the power, and she starts. Well, she has to hide because she knows someone's going to get her, and then it basically gets to the point where there's a gun pointed at her, and then Max is there, and just yep. shoots Tom Cruise, like right again. It goes Spike Club. She like club. shoots him through like, like the in cheek the cheek and like thereabouts. The yeah, yeah, and like. Man, that must really hurt. I say that's gotta. You know, I don't know what it's like to be hit with a bullet, but yeah. you know, 
particularly in like the head area yeah. that's gonna sting yeah. it's gotta really stick yeah. so i feel like the ears are like a part that like when it gets hurt it hurts more than like other places it hurts. Do. yeah it's a sensitive yeah, spot because the ear is just kind of just you know skin and flesh and it's also and... gotta like kind of mess up his hip because like guns are loud and oh I yeah no so... that's gonna that's yeah. something i think they do a good job of in this film like showing how loud the guns are they <clears throat> they sound properly loud which i don't yeah really like do when it, when he shoots those guys in the alley that you know yeah, the homies that stole of... his yeah. briefcase <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it, it's very loud and sort of you can hear it sort of echoing somewhere. Echoing, yeah. Because it's it's, 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 it's so quiet. Though. The actual sound of the bullet is a real kind of sharp gunshot noise. And then, yeah, the echoing. Mm, yeah. Mm. It's a nice sound design. Yeah, the, the really yeah. good sound design for just sort of. Which you, I think is an important part. Like, sound design needs to be. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Really. If like you need to have good like consistent like I think background noise. Mm. Otherwise, if there's just no noise, then it's it's yeah. very you know filmy and mm. like people are talking and there's just nothing natural. Yeah, yeah. I made a note because I think we we were talking about cinematography earlier and shots and or were we were talking about editing, I guess. And now it was basic. And now I sort you can sort of go that with framing and the cinematography for some of it is sort of. <clears throat> not it's like not trying to be fancy it's trying to be work you know like this it's not going to be more than it is you know yeah one shot i really like is when vincent is in annie's office and the camera like sort of mo doesn't move past him it sort of makes him out of focus and makes max in focus like the focus so it sort of goes yeah. past his shoulder like that sort of stuff yeah. is like really like, it's very simple, but it is really effective and really works <clears throat> quite well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then, you know, the shooting kicks off, Annie and Max are running away, and the bit that I mentioned before mm. that jumped out at me as being a bit kind of like a weird sort of almost stunt. Um, oh, Vincent is it... throws a chair through a window, then he's going to run through it, uh, like where he just smashed the window, and he like accidentally kind of steps on the chair and falls over it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to talk about something else. But also, yeah, no, that really is like... Well, because at this point, he's sort of, I guess you could say, kind of desperate. It's a desperate for... scramble by this yeah, point. because he's trying yeah. to get them, because he, cause like the train station is like so close. And I made something here that said I pretty much stopped making notes as soon as Max shoots Vincent for the first time in, like, the ear. I just was sort of taken in and enamored by the film that I, like, my notes... Yeah, like, I, I, I didn't make point. any notes until, like, the very end. I mm. just wrote chair for this bit just to remind myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And because it feels... Again, because it seems like that could happen. Like he, you could, you know, because he's moving so fast and everything that he. I say yes, yeah, smash window, and as you know, when glass, you know, cracks, you know, it's a lot harder to see through. So it's yeah. fairly likely that he won't be able to see where he can put his feet, and he just yeah, yeah steps on the chair by mistake and falls over. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, it's really good though. And... Uh, so yeah, then they get down to this the train station. Yeah, and this is a bit that kind of confuses me a tad. Of like, I don't know the way it's edited and shot because they go down the stairs. Go down the lift, and but... Vincent goes down the stairs. Yeah. Oh, is that what it? Is it? 
I don't know. Something that Actually, no, they might have gone down the stairs. I don't. I, they, don't I think they went down the stairs. I thought he doesn't go down the stairs, but somehow gets to the train there. I don't know. Maybe there's something I missed. But, like, that's just sort of something I noticed. That didn't dampen my enjoyment. It's just something I, <clears throat> that I noticed and thought, that's a bit interesting. I don't know if there was a um, specific... If there's something I just wasn't getting, I guess. I really like the bit where um, Vince, not Vince, uh, Max and Annie, they get to the bottom of, yeah, they get to the ground floor, and they're going to run out the main, like, the front door of the building, yeah. and Max, oh no, go this way, he won't expect that, and then yeah, I feel exactly. like he, Vincent's kind of killer instinct is like, ah, this is what they want me to think, so he goes the way that they go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it yeah, isn't just sense. like, it, it, it isn't just like he instinctively <laughs> goes in the same way they went, he almost yeah. goes out the front door, and then he thinks. Hmm. Yeah. I thought you were going to mention when you talk about stunts was the bit where he like jumps across like the train line. Like he runs. Oh, oh like, that bit. And jumps over. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, but yeah, that was a... impressive. It's a was, very. Was that jump. still Tom Cruise at that point? I would assume. I mean, he does most of his own stunts for He, stunts, he, he was. Actually, I was going to say, he was still into doing his own stunts at this point, like Mission Impossible, the yeah, first he, one. The he, first one. That bit where the I window think smashes the and he's one like. He would have done by this point as well, at least. Maybe. Yeah. So, the, yeah. The, the, yeah. Yeah, he was kind of. Yeah, <laughs> knee deep into doing I his own stunts. I think he'd done, like, Last Samurai before this as well, which is like. That was yeah. 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 So I assume he probably did that. So they're on the train, and we get down to, like, a really great final confrontation between the characters. And I like yeah. how he just just walks through the check train, like just he just pushing for them. open. Yeah. <laughs> and his face is just like sort of set. Like it doesn't change at all. It's just like he is like determination and he's just pushing through. He doesn't care anymore. He's just making I think he's off. just kind of annoyed. He's like, oh God's sake. Yeah. Killed at this just... point. It's been a long night. Jeez. <clears throat> yeah. There's a bit when he gets on the train, he's at, like, the end of it, and he goes to, like, the back door, and I don't... Yeah. That doesn't really work in some places, like... Because for, for me, because in Australia, we don't have it like that. We've sort of... Just yeah, that's, got... where, that's where the driver would be. Yeah. Because the driver's there. at, like, both ends, so that doesn't work. Yeah, but there's I mean, not a door at both ends, like, yeah, on the just, back and front. It's end. just, like, the window that they see window, out of, yeah. and, like, the controls, like... It doesn't really work like that, but I mean, it. I mean, I, it is America. It is different. Like they have different ways of doing things. So it makes sense. And then they start. They're on the train. They're just going from one end of the train to the other. Yeah, while they're just being going chased. through all the. And then they get to. They stop and they plan to get off, but Mac Vincent, sorry, is just like waiting. There. He steps out onto the train, just like ready to go. He's got the gun pointed at them. He's pointed yeah. at them because either because either they they stay in the train or they try and get out and he just shoots them. Like like they are stuck. They cannot get out of the situation, and presumably this is going to keep happening at every station, you know, <laughs> until either you know like assuming they don't try. Like if he doesn't move, he just stays there, and he just keeps doing that same thing. Like they cannot get out. Just basically. going round and round the the loop. Yeah. Just stopping at every stage. It's farcical yeah. sketch. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so then they so then they all get they get back on the train and 
then there's the final shootout is like i mean that's the best way to put it it is a shootout i mean it's it is a shootout. yeah they are shooting but it's not like a yeah. trick in the traditional sense like if i said shootout you wouldn't assume you think this. fire fire duck behind cover and all that while yeah, exactly. the other person fires yeah they're just firing bullets at each other yeah they're, they're just shooting so, like yeah with reckless abandon like so i swear there's a bit earlier where they there's like an old woman or something in like like cart that vincent is in yeah yeah one of the ones he goes through and like and this i mentioned earlier the shooting pattern that vincent has throughout the film of the two shot of like the two of like the sort of three shots you know to the chest one to the head and how because he was so well trained that he just that was instinctively what he went to and thus why he fails because max is just like pointing the gun and just shooting randomly yeah vincent is just doing the same thing yeah and i think that's a really nice thing that you don't like it's not like it like it's kind of subtle but it also is like it makes sense that like he's he does he does this so often and there is a bit he he's like he says like i'm a professional or something again which is sort of emphasized by the fact that you know the shots you know it's the two to the chest one to the head and that ends up being his downfall yeah i didn't quite pick up on that when i was watching it yeah i didn't really notice until after i was like reading stuff about the film and people were making like oh said that like oh this is a thing that happens in the um the film and i had a bit i really love is where he he drops the clip where um Vincent drops his clip and he reaches to pull his other clip and he like his hand is just empty and he's just like looking at it and you see like the clip fall and bounce on the train car. Yeah. And I and then he then he just sits down. Yeah. (laughs) I think it said something in the script that like at this point he knows it's over because he's because of like where he's been hit it's sort of like cut off like all sort of normal like human like motions and sort of nerving nerves and all that. So at this point, he's just like, I'm going to die. Like, everything's been cut off. There's, I'm not going to get to a hospital or anything. Like, it's just the ultimate fuck it moment. I've, I've lost. <laughs> and so yeah. he just drops the gun and he just sits down and he just stares out of the window. And goes on and puts that spiel about a dude on a train. Down. Yeah. And I think, like, it... Because, you know, it. Uh, we mentioned that it was established earlier... But it doesn't feel contrived or like, oh, that's gonna, you can't, you're not just like, oh, this is obviously gonna get, get called back to later. It's gonna be like, it sort of just feels like natural dialogue. And when he, <coughs> sorry, when he references it again, it's like, oh, that's right, he did say that. And you do sort of wonder, yeah. like, how how long will it take for someone to notice that there's a dead guy here? A dead dude, yeah. Mm. And then it's a, and I, it's not like a dramatic death. He just like says his line, and he just like sort of slumps his head slightly. Slumps over, yeah, yeah, yeah. dies. And then that's it. And then Max and Annie they get off the train and they leave, and the film ends pretty much with them sort of walking back, walking away from this traumatic experience. Although to be fair, I do sort of want to know what happens next. Because he's covered in blood, like so. Sure, yeah, it's not like it's not like he was an old man who just died. Yeah, been shot. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, from what I know, when you get shot, you know, blood spreads fairly quickly. No, I mean Max. When he gets off. Oh, Max, the... right. Yeah, sorry. Did I. I, 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 sorry, I, thought, you meant, I thought you meant. I thought you meant Vincent. Vincent. No, Vincent, no. Uh, I know Vincent gets shot, but Max is like. He's got some blood on him, and it's like. He's bloodied a bit, yeah. So there's gonna. Something's gonna happen, right? Like, surely. Surely somebody's gonna be like, you're right, mate. Yeah. Been true, oh, true yeah, real. there's just a, a dead guy on a train who tried to kill me. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's that's wild, dude. Yeah. I was his <laughs> taxi driver for tonight. Oh. Really? You were driving around a, a, a killer? Los Angeles, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's sort of pretty much the, uh, the film, really. I think we've sort of gone through everything, all the major scenes, I think. I think so, yeah. Do you guys have any um, sort of final things you want to say about the film? Any final thoughts or feelings? Well, I mean, my, my, my last note here is that the green screen in Windows looks a bit dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and the I, I, train. I, I, yeah, in the, oh. in, particularly I, when they're just sitting down and no. walking and dying. I need to look at that again, because I guess I just wasn't... I think I was just so brought pulled in by the film that i just sort of didn't notice that and that happens sometimes yeah like, I so i'll have to look I at uh, it again yeah. i'll see if i could find a frame from it because sometimes i just don't notice stuff like that but yeah um well i do really like this film i think mm. you know it has its flaws but i think mm. it's a it's a thoroughly entertaining of work mm. um nice nice very like well written I, I think for this sort of film they could quite easily kind of be just you know mm. action stuff yeah but, you know i think yeah. there there is some genuine stuff to be you know said yeah there's um, a lot of depth to it yeah yeah it's, yeah, it's a yeah, film surprising that on the surface could be so like oh it's just this thing you know and and the characters could be so basic you know vincent could just be this you know cold-blooded killer he could, yeah he could so easily just be like um do what i say max or i'm gonna kill you that sort of yeah. thing and, he isn't but yeah. he, he's got so much more depth than that and, and max could you know just be so easily just sort of be you know sort of one end of just, like either sort of very weak or i guess the opposite end you know he, but he's they, they, i think they could up. could have made the mistake of having having him just kind of act a bit too cool yeah, exactly. Especially because he kills a Jamie. guy, and he could, he could be there like cracking wise, being like, "Whoa, man, that's crazy," and yeah. stuff like that. And but... because it's Jamie Fox as well, you kind of sort of expect that, like, because yeah. that's just sort of how he is. But he's very much like this is sort of against his type, I guess. And I guess you could Most say this of a very believableness. Yeah, I think. Yeah, um... and I think you could say that Tom Cruise is playing against type because he's rarely plays bad guys and things. He's usually yeah. like I can't. I can't think of another film that he's been a villain in, to be honest. I um, mean, does Tropic Thunder other... count? I mean, he's... <laughs> he's not the villain, but oh, he's like antagonistic. He is a villain, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, the more I think about it, he's like the main hero in like most of what he's done. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's nice to see him play as a villain. It's, it's always nice when you see an actor play against type or doing something that's a yeah. bit different for them, you know? I don't something that that it isn't them. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean, the only other film I can think of where he plays a 
a kind of villain is interview with the vampire but i'd argue mm. he's more of an anti-hero in that yeah. anyway so. yeah that's the, that's the one everyone keeps bringing up of like besides clad or what else is like has he done anything as a villain and and they sort of, yeah. it's always like yeah he's kind of a villain but he's kind of not it's always like a yeah sort of depends i guess yeah yeah so do we want to put a rating on it um sure um uh, george you want to go uh yeah so we're just doing giving our ratings for it um uh yeah and any final thoughts as well that you would like to um, give yeah this is i really really like this film um i think mm. it's very sort of stylishly shot and all the and like the sound design and everything's really well done mm. um and yeah i just think it's a very tight thriller um mm. it's it's only like two hours so it's, it never gets the yeah exactly really great in it. this um, could be something that could go on too long and you sort of yeah. get bored so yeah I'd, i give this a 10 out of 10 uh if we're doing ratings uh mm. yeah. my second favorite I mean, tom cruise film mm. oh what's number one uh mission impossible fallout okay um Oh yeah, I also really like so I'm probably not to the, that extent. Um mm-hmm. although I, I do love a lot of what it's doing. Mm-hmm. I think some of the the little diversions and goes on with flow and stuff do kind of drag it a little bit and there is that point um where I do kind of lose interest a bit. But um and it rains it back in extremely quickly. It's a really great, you know I think it sag- sags in the middle, but everything on either side of that I do really So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go nine. Ooh. I honestly thought you might go lower. That's honestly. the side that I was expecting. Yeah, I yeah. thought you would have been like an eight, like a seven <laughs> or an eight, but that's really high. <laughs> so no, I, I, but I don't. That's fine. I, I, I just, I just sort of. Yeah, thought. no, I, I, I do really like this film. Yeah. So I'm gonna echo George's sentiments. This is a film that I just really like. It's. I mean, it's got two really great leading performances from Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx. All the other supporting players play their parts well. Yeah. They're just really good, really enjoyable stuff. The it's it's very basically you know for most of the time it's the editing and cinematography and all that is very basic, but it doesn't need to be fancy. It just works for what it is, you know. And, yeah, the third act is probably up there for me for one of my favourite third acts. I'd, if I was to give, like, a opinion on favourite third acts, it would probably be up there as one of my favourites. It'd be up there for me, too, yeah. 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 So... No, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't quite go that far. <laughs> so <laughs> I would... I also am giving this a 10 out of 10. And... Ooh, ooh, ooh. Prior to this, this was in my 100 favourite films of all time. So before this, I had it as, I believe, my 19th favourite film. And on this rewatch, it has now jumped up to my fourth. Oh, ow. Which is quite high, I understand. Yeah. If if we're going to get into the the nitty gritty like that, (laughs) I I keep a list of everything, of every film that I 
And how many films are on that Least list? Favorite. Just four. Um, <laughs> one thousand and seventy-four. Jesus Christ. Um, so what is? Uh, it's a, again. I've, I've been keeping it for quite a few, mm. quite, quite a while at this point. Yeah. So, um, Collateral comes in at. This, this is going to sound really low compared to to yours. Got it at one hundred and twenty. Like a little more than oh. what we do in the shadows, but not quite as much as Spider Man Two. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's um, great! That's so good. That's quite I... high though for a th- like over a thousand films. Oh yeah, this is definitely you know in the you know the top you know quarter. Of yeah, the films absolutely. I, I don't keep nearly as because as you guys have I just have a top fifty. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, Twenty six. Twenty six. On mine, it's. That's still pretty. Slight. I mean, that's slightly. That's no... It's just very respectable. Yeah. Sitting. To sell up, but slightly better than before. Sunrise. <laughs> you were cutting out slightly. I caught yeah. bits of that. Got before sunrise. Before sunrise, it's. Yeah. And then. Oh. Oh, it. Sorry, can you hear me now? Yep. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, uh, my Wi-Fi is <laughs> messing up again. Um, mm. I just yeah, I just said it's slightly worse than Interstellar, slightly better than Before Sunrise. Ah, um, oh, okay. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. So I think we're pretty much done for all this. Do you guys have yeah. any final things you'd like to say, or should I just wrap this up now? Ah, I reckon I, I've said my piece on collateral. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, so, great film, great film. I'd like to have you guys yeah. back again in the future for another. Yeah, yeah, been fun. I'd love to be back. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, thank you for listening to this one. This is a very long one, but I've. <laughs> you know, <laughs> It's usually with, like, more than one guest we go for ages. So, yeah. Thank you for listening and making it to the end of this very long episode. Congratulations. Yeah. So, (laughs) that's, yeah. Check out the website. It's not the greatest, I will admit, but I need to keep working on it and making it look better. And I need to update stuff on it. Check out our face, my Facebook and our Instagram page for this. And I think that's pretty much it. Do you guys have anything you would like to plug? Um, no. No? Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I got nothing. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, it, this is, yeah, that just shows how, how little we... Yeah. So, yeah, that's all. Uh, Thank you for listening, and I will see you guys in the next one. Goodbye. Bye.